Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, December 14th. Time for an episode of Destination Health. We've got Lauren here with me this morning, and I believe we're going to be joined by Dr. Wolfson here soon. We're going to open up the phone lines right now. If you have a question, a comment, a topic, anything at all to do with health, jump in and join us. If you have a question for Dr. Wolfson, probably want to get in early, 855-950-3835. We're going to, uh, we're going to get started. Lauren, good morning. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? How was morning? your weekend? Uh, well, I, it was actually uh, very interesting. You know, going to this conference was a real last-minute decision. I think uh, either Monday or Tuesday of last week. I didn't even know this conference existed or that it was going on. Um, and then Monday or Tuesday of last week, Lisa mentioned it and said that uh, Dr. Wolfson would be there. And I thought, you know, it's Vegas. I can get a direct flight. It's uh, it's it was on anti aging, not one of my favorite topics, um, but I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm really glad I went. So I get down there on uh, Thursday night. The conference. Well, there was some stuff on Thursday. The conference really started on Friday. So I go down to check into the conference, and I am blown away by how many people are there. Thousands. I had no idea this was such a big conference. And this was their 30th year for this event. Wow. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, so it's it's all about anti-aging. And I I think we're going to talk a little bit about that um, maybe with uh, Dr. Wolfson when he joins us today. So I get there. It's really big. I walk into the main room and I am just blown away there. Like I said, they had seating in there for a thousand plus people. And I really, I looked through the whole speaker list. They had tons of speakers. I knew Dr. Wolfson. Um, uh, Dr. O'Brien was there. We've actually had Dr. O'Brien on our show before. Uh, Deanna Minnick, I recognized... And I'm not sure if there was anybody else I recognized at all. And I was feeling a little lost. Um, And I know people are shocked by this, but when it comes to events like this, I'm an introvert. I don't mingle well. I usually kind of tend to stay by myself. And so that's kind of what I figured this whole show was going to be. I didn't know anybody. It was really a different crowd. It was a lot of... This is a medical conference. The two doctors that started it are, are you know, DOs. Um, more medical people at this conference than a typical health conference. So, you know, I went to some sessions in the morning and I took some notes and learned a few things. And um, they opened up the exhibitor hall and it was way bigger than I expected. So I thought, all right, I'll we'll wander around the exhibit hall and see what I see. I walk in the very first booth I see was biotics. So that was a little surprising. I had no idea they were going to be there. So now I'm thinking, okay, it's biotics corporate because, and we've always dealt with biotics Northwest, but just recently, um, Graham, the the founder 
of the NTA, and he was also the the owner and president of Biotics Northwest. He retired, so all of the accounts went back to corporate. And I don't know anybody at corporate. Never spoken to anybody there. Um, Lisa dealt with that whole transition. So I'm thinking I'm going to walk into this booth at Biotics. They're not going to have a clue who I am. So I walk in to the booth, and as I'm looking around in the booth, I hear somebody say, there he is. And then I heard somebody else say, oh, it's Kevin. And I'm thinking, what? (laughs) So turns out um, I I didn't know any of these people, but they knew of us. And they were kind of, Mm -hmm. here here was the other surprising thing um, that I found out. Two reasons they were kind of expecting me. Lisa talks to him all the time and she let him know. I didn't know that. And um, I had a dinner that night that Dr. Wolfson had set up. And all he told me was, hey, you know, you're coming to dinner with us tonight. And there are several other people I didn't know. He didn't say who they were. Well, it turns out it was all the people from Biotics. So they already knew we were all going to dinner that night. So um, that was that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I found uh, a, a lot of interesting stuff in the exhibitor hall. I probably spent more time in there than I did in, in sessions, testing things and trying things and talking to people. It was, it really, this was aimed at, at practitioners, at, at doctor's offices, clinics, mm-hmm. things like that. So a lot of really crazy, high-end, expensive equipment Um all kinds of, you know, red light therapies and uh, just just some crazy stuff. I looked at a, uh, my God, there was a massage chair there that started at $20,000. There was um, wow. some sort of a red light therapy bed, kind of like a tanning bed, but it did all kinds of different technologies. That was like $40,000 for that. So the the interesting thing was almost everything there, it was set up to actually use. So I walked around, you know, for a couple of days trying all this stuff and found some pretty interesting technologies. Anything interesting enough and at a price point that we can actually carry in the store? Yeah, one. And I, 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 I'm not sure if I want to talk about it yet or name it, um, because when I do, people, <laughs> you don't have to, you people don't. go out and buy it. And I don't, I'm not at that point yet, but it's, I'm mm-hmm. kind of really impressed by early results. I actually bought one. Um, so I'll, I'll kind mm-hmm. of give you an idea what it is. I've tested all kinds of wearable devices that, that can alter your brain waves. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, Pulse EMF and, and some other technologies, you know, the, I've talked about the Muse forever. The Muse actually reads your brain waves and then helps you guide those brain waves into like the meditative state. But then there are devices that claim, and, and there is a lot of science behind this, they can actually guide your brain into those states. And there's several different technologies they can use. Um, I've tested a bunch of these. They actually work. There hasn't been one that I've been impressed with enough that I'd be willing to sell it or endorse it. It, The results are kind of mixed a lot of times. 
Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it looks like we've got Dr. Wolfson coming in, so we'll add him to the conversation here in just a minute. Um, this one, though, is a combination of technologies that I haven't tried in quite a while. One of them, there's actually a way to use sound to kind of guide your brain waves. Um, there's something called binaural beats where they use stereo in headphones. Um, so, and I, that's been around a long time, but I, I haven't found it to be really effective. You got to use it a lot. You do start to see some minor changes over time. This one uses sound, binaural beats, and something called dual voice technology, and it also uses light. So their newest version of this, it actually has lights inside the ear cups themselves that shine in your ear and can affect things. And it's got like a, almost like a set of glasses or a face shield that comes down over your eyes and it shines light into your eyes. Uh, Very specific light frequencies and pulses and you keep your eyes closed, but you can still kind of see the light. And so I sat down and I tried it. I've done enough of these things to know, um, you know, kind of what to expect. And they did a big test on my mm-hmm. brainwaves before. Then you do like a 20-minute session with this device, and then they read your brainwaves after, and the, the changes were pretty significant. And I felt it. Uh, so I bought it. I thought, you know, this is probably the the biggest physiological change I've felt from using one of these devices. So I thought there, there's something to this. And I've been using, you can wow. use it up to like three times a day. There's programs in the morning to kind of wake you up and get you thinking. And then programs in the afternoon where you can kind of like de-stress a little bit and recharge. And then programs at night to kind of move you into that deep sleep. So I've been using it since, uh, I think I bought it Friday, uh, first day of the show when I when I saw it. I've been using it ever since. I've got some pretty incredible results. I've done this enough to know that it's not a fluke. You know, I, I've tracked my sleep enough and, and documented all these things. I know when I will get a decent night's sleep, when I'm going to get a horrible night's sleep. There aren't many surprises <laughs> for me around sleep anymore. But so far, three nights with this device, and I'm pretty surprised at the sleep results. Great. Good for you because that's been your most troubling thing lately. So that's great to hear. Yeah. So now what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to stop using my stress protocol for a while. I've been on and off with it and I was back on again. I'm going to stop that. I don't want to mix up the results with this device. So I'm going to see what kind of results I can get from just the device alone, not the stress protocol at the same time. And I'm really looking at two things, kind of de-stressing and, and helping people with sleep, which really go hand in hand. All right, so Dr. Wilson is in the house. Uh, we're going to bring him in right now. Dr. Wilson, good morning. Good morning to you, Kevin. Uh, yeah, great to, uh, great to speak to you after just, spending the weekend with you, which was fantastic. And love to hear about your experience with the brain tap. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I hate to really put much faith in just a couple of days with something, but I've done enough. I've tested enough of these devices for several years now, and I've documented my sleep and my stress levels enough that, you know, I, I, I'm pretty 
confident when I see a change where it's coming from, but it's only been a couple days. So I'm going to keep using it, but I'm, I'm pretty encouraged by some of the results I've gotten. Well, the one thing, you know, when you and I had breakfast on Saturday and you were bragging about how you used the device on Friday afternoon and then you had like the greatest nap. And I, of course, was totally jealous because, you know, you know, being in, again, I, I drove to Vegas. I left at around four o'clock in the morning. So I could have used a nap in the afternoon as well. And I'm just kind of one of those people who thinks like my brain is always on. So I can't nap. And I think this is kind of a cool technology to, to kind of get you into that right mindset. Well, you were part of the reason I needed a nap that day. You kept me out late the night before. Actually, you kept me out late every night. So, uh, the and <laughs> the nap was incredible. I'm kind of the same way. Once my brain turns on in the day, it's it's really hard for me to kind of wind down. So, I was dragging a little bit, and there wasn't a lot going on in the session. So, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go try this thing. I, I just got it. Let me go see how it works. And I... I don't even remember what program I put it on. I think it might've been kind of a de-stress unwind program. Cause there's, believe it or not, there's 1800 programs for this app. So different things like some are for motivation, some are for sleep, for de-stress, for creativity, all kinds of crazy stuff. So I, I tried one. It was like a 20 minute I was out. I slept for about an hour and 15 minutes and it felt like I got a good eight hour night of sleep. I mean, I, I felt incredible when I woke up. Now, I, I, it could have just been that I was really exhausted from the week and traveling and staying out late the night before. So it felt good. I didn't put a whole lot of, you know, faith in that was just the device that did it. But I've been using it at night and a um, couple times during the day, and my sleep has changed pretty dramatically. Like, I, I, again, I don't want to put out any numbers yet. I will eventually, but it, it's, it's too much of a change to be a fluke. You know, I've tested my sleep enough times and tracked it enough to know that I don't have nights of sleep like this, not, not just out of the blue for no reason. Well, they also, they've got a tremendous amount of research. The company's been around for a long time. Patrick Porter, the PhD, you know, he's the founder and owner of the company. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of research, a lot of science and a lot of clinical success stories you're talking of. Again, uh, there's a lot of healthcare practitioners that are using the device. You know, when I spoke at uh, the biohacking conference, they had a big setup over there. And again, I think they're generating a lot of buzz because, uh, the technology works and certainly because people need it. Absolutely. You know, this is one of the things we've been working on for two years now, a, a stress protocol. And two things happened at this event. I'm so glad I went. And and before I forget, thank you for all the introductions and uh, hanging out. I had a, a fantastic time and just met a lot of great people. Walking through a health conference with you is a, an interesting experience. You get stopped about every 10 feet um, by somebody. So it was interesting just to kind of hang out and meet people. So thank you for that. No, it was definitely my pleasure. And it was, you know, fun kind of, you know, seeing it through, you know, your eyes, you know, your first time there. I think you were surprised at how, at how big the event is, how many, you know, practitioners are in that uh, healthcare space. And then again, all the people who got a chance to meet you and, and get to see what you're doing, 
to you know help the people who who drive you know for a living and the truckers right all the people you know that we were talking to they were just so thankful to you to be able to help the people that are running you know this country and providing goods and services all over so it really was like this you know kind of you know symbiotic you know you know kumbaya kind of moment for for all, all of us uh you know at, at, at the event which was which was great you know it was and again it was great to see you for the first time meet you for the first time and uh uh, and it was, it was really good. You know, it was interesting when, when I go to conferences outside of trucking, which I do quite often, but I'm always there because of trucking. Um, you know, people are always interested in that. It, it's an industry. A lot of people don't know a lot about. They, uh, and you're right. They were just really grateful and thankful that, you know, drivers, they, they made it a point to say, we appreciate the drivers so much. And it's, um, fantastic that somebody's helping him with their health. I heard a, a comment and it was so bizarre because I've never really heard a comment like this before. And I heard it about four or five times in the same day. And it was almost verbatim. Um, I'd be talking to somebody and of course, everybody asks, you know, what do you do? What, you know, tell me about your practice, whatever it is. And I'd start by saying, well, first of all, we only work with truck drivers. And about three minutes into the conversation, or maybe a little longer, people said the ex almost the exact same thing several times. They said, that's the most interesting story I've heard this entire conference. Yeah, most, you know, uh, you know, most certainly your stories are certainly fantastic. And we kind of laughed about that, right? The older we get, the more stories we start to accumulate, you know, but again, all the people, you know, who you're helping. And uh, I think, you know, everybody was just super impressed and again, super thankful and, and grateful, you know, to you. I think another comment too, about, you know, you and I at that, you know, at the, it's kind of spending the weekend in Vegas was how we did it on the healthy way. And I think that really can serve as an inspirational story to all the people who are listening that when you are traveling, uh, whether for work or for pleasure, that you can do it in a healthy fashion. You just have to be prepared. You have to look for what the healthy options are. So, you know, you and I, again, we, we went for breakfast one day and we had two dinners, but all of which was on organic, healthy paleo foods. It, it really was. And, and you're right. You know, it's, you're, you're going to Vegas. It was kind of a last minute thing for me. I didn't decide to go to this conference till Tuesday of that week, I think. Um, so I, I, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. One of the things that helped me, you've been uh, to this conference before, you've been to Vegas a lot, so you knew where the healthy options were. The uh, organic Mexican restaurant, by the way, was absolutely fantastic. You and I didn't get to talk a lot that night, but the uh, the food there was fantastic. Yeah, and I guess truth be told, although it was organic, and again, they use all non-GMO uh, cooking oils and ingredients, and we were able to do it uh, gluten-free. I can't say you're right. It wasn't necessarily paleo. There were some corn chips to be had. There were some corn uh, tortillas to be had. But, uh, you know, that being said, it's certainly fun while you're traveling to to kind of break whatever diet you're on. Just do it in a healthy and organic type fashion. I think that's the ultimate strategy. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So um, just a just a great time. You know, the other thing um, I was surprised about, I did attend several sessions um, one afternoon, I spent most of the day learning about the uh, endocannabinoid system, which I'm still just fascinated by and don't completely understand. Um, I have to be honest, if if I were just there and I didn't know you and who you were, um, when I was looking through the available sessions, um, if I would have seen a session at 6.15 in the evening on copper, I'm pretty sure I would have skipped it. I, I just don't think that that would have gotten me really excited uh, to go to a session that late in the evening. But boy, am I glad I sat through that. Um, can we talk some about copper today? Well, you sat through that because I'm your friend and I you know. had to. So uh, you, didn't, you didn't have much of a choice because I would have been like, where's Kevin? Find Kevin. Let's get going here. But, you know, it's it's definitely not the sexiest topic. And then we kind of joked about it because at the same time we had that copper and cardiovascular session. There was another session going on about sexual kind of performance, you know, whether it's uh, libido and function and all things surrounded that, you know, so that was kind of our competition at the time. But, uh, you know, again, uh, I'm very, you know, skilled in that arena, you know, certainly I've seen 40,000 patients in my career, but, uh, you know, again, to step it back towards copper, I think it really is unique for cardiovascular health, uh, and beyond and copper, as we talked about, can actually support, uh, your libido and erectile function as well. So there was, there was that message that we were able to share in that, in that meeting. You made it a point to tie that part in pretty quick to get everybody's attention. I thought that was very skillful as a speaker. You know, what I was um, really interested in, like I said, I, I just don't know that I would have ever thought much about copper. Um, in the last couple of years, we've thought about it a little more than normal, mostly because everybody's been loading up on zinc and we all kind of know if too much zinc, you got to make sure you balance it with some copper. But I, I, that's about the extent of my knowledge on copper. Two things that really caught my attention, not major, but little things we deal with occasionally, kind of like mysteries. Why are we still struggling with this? Um, I didn't really understand the role of copper with um, hypertension, high blood pressure. Um, that one was was pretty interesting for me. And then there was just a little piece in there about uh, it was copper and LDL, right? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of stressed how, you know, how copper works in the body and there are just numerous uh, mechanisms and pathways that utilize copper. And again, without the necessary, you know, without the requisite copper being there, it's really hard to see how life can occur at all in, in the human. And therefore, again, so we can make the case uh, that copper supports healthy blood pressure, healthy cholesterol levels, healthy coronary arteries, uh, healthy heart function. And then the literature does support that when they take away copper, mostly in an animal model, the animals get sick from whatever cardiovascular condition. When we give the copper back to the animals, the rodent, uh, the heart condition tends to improve. And again, there is even some of that data in humans in the sense of, yeah, if they give humans uh, an amount of copper, it tends to improve their LDLs, increases their HDLs. 
so those are a couple good facets uh, there. And then given the fact that copper is an antioxidant, actually, uh, and because of that, it's just so beneficial for those people who are at what's called oxidative stress, and therefore they have higher risk of cardiovascular events. But, you know, it's just one of those kind of, like we said, it's not sexy to talk about on the radio or on uh, from the stage or even with your patients. Everybody wants to hear about magnesium or they want to hear about vitamin C or CoQ10. We're all familiar with that, but copper uh, not necessarily so much, but it is just as vital as, as every other nutrient that we're talking about, and maybe in some cases, if not more so. You know, even even more so now. Oh, go ahead, Laura. Sorry, even more so now that everyone's been really taking a lot of zinc without thinking about also including copper with it during COVID. I feel like so many people are taking zinc for the long run, even and not knowing that copper also plays a role and zinc will actually, it will deplete copper stores, correct? Well, I mean, so what happens is, is that when you take a lot of zinc, you just don't absorb the copper. So you're absorbing the zinc and not absorbing the copper. So it, copper, essentially, if it's coming in through your diet or even as a supplement, then it's most likely going to go right through you and just not be absorbed. So, you know, the, the, the perfect ratio is really unknown as far as, well, okay, if I take zinc, how much copper should I take? Well, you certainly want to take at least, you know, the, the RDA and, and probably double, you know, the RDA because the RDA is, is you know, is, is a minimal requirement uh, to kind of like stay alive as opposed to what is the best amount to thrive. But I think ultimately, too, I'm just a big fan of getting the the perfect ratio through food. So when you eat an oyster, for example, it contains zinc and copper in the perfect amount. So when you eat uh, meat, you know, grass-fed liver, you get zinc and copper. When you eat eggs, you get zinc and copper. When you get uh, preferably raw dairy products, you know, the best of the best foods, you're going to get the food, you know, get these nutrients in the appropriate ratios. And that's probably the best strategy. And then maybe to wrap this up, you know, again, if you are taking supplemental zinc, uh, to support your immune system, you know, I, I would probably say that, you know, for whatever amount of, of zinc, you're probably going to look at, you know, between 10 and 20% of the same number as copper. So again, if you're thinking about, uh, you know, 15 milligrams of extra zinc on a daily basis, then, you know, the copper would probably be somewhere between, you know, one and a half to, you know, two and a half uh, uh, milligrams of the, of the copper. Hmm. Thanks for sharing that. The, the other thing, uh, Dr. Wilson, I was surprised by was the correlation between copper and iron overload. I, I had never heard that one before either. You know, and again, you know, we've kind of been, you know, even a holistic practitioner has been told over the years that you know, iron is typically something we don't need to supplement. And copper is something we don't need to supplement, again, because these are metals, and the theory is in high amounts, they can be problematic. Well, there really hasn't been shown much of that for, for copper. And again, I think the safest thing is to always get it from your diet whenever possible, and then you should be you know, just fine you know, when you're getting it from, from the best animal products. When you get it from animal, or when you get it from plant foods, 
you're, you may not be absorbing as much. You know, the plants contain anti-nutrients. The plants want to hold on to the copper. They don't want to give it to, uh, to us. Uh, once the animals are killed, they've got no defense mechanisms, and therefore it's very easy uh, to, to absorb. You know, but again, the, the whole iron story is that we tend to retain a lot of iron because we don't have enough copper to make it more utilizable uh, or to utilize it better. And therefore, uh, you know, we tend to see that when you supplement copper, a lot of the total body iron stores go down. And all these things just mean we're going to live longer, better brains, better hearts, uh, better everything when we're doing things appropriately. But again, so many times when people have anemia, they're told to take more iron. And the answer really is not, it's, it's not an iron issue. It, it actually is a copper story. And therefore you're supposed to supplement copper. You'll be much better off. Yeah, that was, that was really interesting. And, you know, every time we run across one of these issues, like the, you know, high iron levels, especially in male males and, you know, we're kind of told, well, all you can really do is have them go give blood occasionally. And I thought that that can't be the right answer. Uh, th that would indicate that somehow we're broken um, and we need this weird intervention to fix it. You know, we, we just have to go, you know, bloodlet to, to get rid of all this extra iron. And that never made sense to me. I thought there, there has to be a better answer to this. And, and maybe it is just as simple as keeping the right copper levels. Well, I mean, you know, and that is a great point, you know, because, you know, over the years I've told people, well, you know, we should be donating blood or therapeutic phlebotomy. And somebody would say, why? Well, why is that my issue? And number one, testosterone therapy tends to markedly increase uh, hemoglobin and therefore iron stores. So those people definitely need to, to monitor that and to donate or therapeutic phlebotomy. Uh, you know, obviously under the direction of their doctor and following the labs on exactly what they need to do and how often. But, you know, regarding the, uh, you know, the, the iron overload, it's, uh, you know, and I've told people over the years, again, yeah, to donate blood therapeutic phlebotomy. And, and, and people ask, again, why? And I would say, well, you know, you're, you know, our ancestors used to bleed and now we don't. So there is the component, the fact that our ancestors used to bleed and now we don't. But I think part of that bigger picture is probably this copper deficiency along with this systemic inflammation. And with the inflammation, that just leads to more ferritin and therefore more storage of, of, comp, of, excuse me, of iron. Uh, and therein lies uh, that problem. Yeah. Like I said, I, I had no idea that, uh, that presentation was going to be so fascinating. Like you said, I was just there because you were there and I had to be, uh, but I'm glad that I sat through it because it was, it was really interesting. And, and also the, the, uh, the group was from Sovereign Copper. What a, what a great bunch of people that was. Well, I think in general, right. It's like, um, you know, you know, whether you're at a, uh, you know, a trucking show or you're at a health show, so much of the experience is really about the people and just the camaraderie of the people who are like-minded and share, you know, some of those common, you know, goals and ideals. And I think again, the people who are in the audience, you know, when, when we spoke about copper and to, to so many of the different vendors, you know, who we spoke to, uh, it is exciting in a world that's so polarizing in a world where, you know, it's just kind of driving home that message of, you know, better living through chemistry and pharmaceuticals. And here we kind of come along and it's like, hey, what if it's as simple as, 
copper <laughs> in, in, in a lot of these different, uh, uh, you know, situations, but, you know, ultimately, you know, listen, it's, it's, it's really, again, about all the stuff that we teach, right? It's about eating well. It's about living well. It's about thinking well. And, uh, you know, that's where the answers, uh, you know, really, really lie. And, and again, copper and everything else that we're learning at these shows are all, are all part of it. And I think you're really to the brain tap as well. It really kind of hones in a lot of that thinking well uh, process and it really just helps to kind of retrain your brain. And I think that's, again, that's as important as what we eat and how we sleep and, and how much sunshine we get and, and everything else that we talk about. You know, one of the things I loved, uh, you know, being with you for several days like that, meeting a lot of people and talking to them was I, I, I saw how consistent you are with your message. And, and you just said it, eat well, live well, think well. I, that is such a powerful message. And you're so consistent with that. I, I just loved hearing that over and over. And I, I really think that's what people need to hear around this message. There, there has to be a lot of repetition. Well, I think, you know, and that's, um, and that's where the success really lies is that it has to lie on the foundation of these, you know, basic principles of eat well, live well, think well, you know, you and I, we were walking around the show and we're meeting uh, different companies with different kind of gadgets and, and gizmos. And a lot of them are, are really good, you know, different things that are kind of vagal nerve stimulators, you know, that could undoubtedly help, you know, people when you put this kind of device on your vagus nerve running through your neck and what that can do to kind of tone things down a little bit. And, and again, has a lot of uh, health, you know, benefits of that, or, you know, we see different light technologies that are there and we're like, Oh, you know, wouldn't this be great? You know, for someone, you know, who's driving a truck and if they got the light technology, yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, you know, that's great. Or, you know, you and I are talking to some of these, you know, hormone and peptide, you know, pharmacies and, you know, learning about different, hormones and peptides that may be beneficial for weight loss or for gut health or immune support or for, for sexual health, but it all has to lay on the foundation. That's where the success is going to be. You can't take someone who is eating fast food, horrible sleep, horrible, you know, uh, physical activity surrounded by environmental toxins and pollutants and say, okay, well here, you know, try this peptide or try this hormone. It's just, it, if, if it works, it's going to have a minimal benefit and it's going to be short lived. That's been my experience. I don't know, you know, what you'd think about that. You know, you couldn't have said it any better than what our message has been here forever. You know, I, I never expected to be in the health field at all. But, you know, now that I am, no matter where I go, I get questions from people. And the, and the, the, the most common approach, people will come to me and they, you know, have heard that I deal with nutrition or health or whatever they think. And they'll come to me with one symptom or one complaint, and they want to know what they can do to fix that one thing. And they usually want a supplement or what food should they add to their diet? You know, what superfood is going to help them because they're dizzy all day long? And my answer is always the same. I, I, I don't deal with symptoms like that. There, there's nothing I can do. I have no answers for you. If you come to me and you say, you're dizzy every time you stand up, you know, what superfood should you eat or what supplements you should take? I, I just have no answers. 
I tell them that that's just not how this works. That's how the medical system works. You have a symptom, they have a drug. So you might as well just stick with them if that's what you're looking for, relief from the symptom, because I've got nothing. Now, if you want to be really healthy, we can talk, but it's got nothing to do with supplements or some superfood. Really, it starts with all the crap you're going to take out of your diet. I have nothing to add for the first 30 days. I don't want you to add any foods other than, you know, this list of the stuff you should be eating. But what we have to do is get rid of all the crap that you shouldn't be eating. And most of the time, by the time I get finished with that spiel, their eyes have glazed over and I think they're off to their doctor to look for another pill. Yeah, no, I would, I would agree, you know, with you. You know, certainly, and even the people who are listening right now, you know, the people who are driving for a living and it's like, okay, uh, you know, they, they've got high blood pressure and they go to see their medical doctor and the doctor says, okay, we'll take, you know, these, you know, one, two or three drugs alone or in combination. And then they hear about us and then they want to, you know, they, they want to hear, you know, something different. What's your approach? You know, again, like, you know, what, what do you have, you know, for high blood pressure? Almost expecting like, okay, well, here's, here's my supplement. Here's my, you know, again, one, two or three, you know, quote unquote, natural, you know, herbal remedies. But you and I don't offer that. And because we want the best for people. And even if we did offer an herbal remedy to drop a blood pressure down, it would run into the same problems as the pharmaceuticals. It's not addressing the cause. So therefore we can you know, put lipstick on the pig, but it's still a pig, we can lower the number down, but the people are not going to live a long time and they're not going to live well. There's going to be other problems that arise because we've never treated the cause of the blood pressure, the cholesterol, the atrial fibrillation. And ultimately, again, you know, the the people who see us and we have these conversations, okay, you got to eat these foods, you got to go to sleep, you got to get sunshine, you got to get out of the truck and you got to move around and inside the truck, you got to do this, this and this, you know, and then you got to stay away from the toxins and you got to use the brain tap and you got to think healthy thoughts and be in healthy relationships. Right. I mean, and then, and then they look at us and they say, you're right. You know what? Uh, just like you said, Kevin, I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to go back to my medical doctor yeah. and get, uh, you know, those one, two or three prescriptions and uh, we'll see how things go. But, you know, again, w- what we're looking for is those people who really understand the importance of the things that we're saying, the common sense approach and our people get the best results. And that's why we'll keep on, keep on trucking with this uh, information. Absolutely. You know, this was uh, this was also an interesting conference for me because of the the, the major topic was anti-aging. Um, you know, and I walked around and I, I talked to a lot of people. I looked at a lot of different ideas and, you know, I came away with the with the same thought, what we're just talking about here. The best way to age well is really just focus on all the foundations we talk about. You know, and I, I heard you sum it up over and over and over, eat well, live well, think well. That is 99% of the answer. You know, some of the things they had there, they can absolutely help if you've got all the foundations. There was a lot of stuff there that was absolute garbage. I, I think the anti-aging part of this may be um, one of the the most difficult to separate out all the noise. And it, here's what I got thinking. You know, if somebody comes to you and, and they've got heart disease, kidney disease, liver disease, they're pre-diabetic, 
Uh, you can show them lots of results in a pretty short period of time if they stick to the basics. Now, I, I would talk to these companies and they're, you know, talking about anti-aging and extending life. And, and my first thought was, I, other than all the things we know that just make you healthier every day, I mean, it, the things we talk about, the basics, the foundations, we know they make you healthier. We can measure it. We can prove it. That seems to me like the best way to just age well and live well. These other, you know, especially some of the technologies that were kind of out there. And I did some weird test to see what my antioxidant status was. And, and that to me seemed like a total scam by the time I got done with it. But here's the, here's the question I have. If we have some technology or supplement or a peptide or whatever it might be, and this company's trying to claim it's going to add 10 years to my life or whatever their claims were, how, how do we prove that? Don't I have to wait 50 years to see if they were right or not? Yeah, most certainly. And, and I know that you were definitely traumatized by the antioxidant people. That was not a good experience for you. And that was like at the beginning of the show too. So it was a good thing that from there you went to brain tap and then we're able to utilize brain tap to be able to calm yourself down after, <laughs> after meeting those people. Yeah, exactly. But like I said, a lot of, no, but you know, go ahead. Now the and, and you know certainly the name you know A4M you know the American Academy of Anti Aging is certainly not an event that you and I would go to um, just based on the name alone. Now again we did see all the different conversations that are going on there, and therefore that attracts people like us to go to that. Now when in 2013 I did 96 hours of of medical education in metabolic cardiology through that program. So again, they're doing a lot of other things. It just happens to be the anti-aging, but listen, ultimately they're trying to sell the, these different, you know, again, the gadgets, the gizmos, the technology, because they're trying to sell it to the doctors who therefore want to sell it to the patients and everybody in that room, you know, makes money on the whole process. And I agree some of it was, you know, was fluff. And some of it certainly has no significant uh, data whatsoever about, about benefits. Uh, you know, we could say, you know, various things, whether like, okay, well, the sauna company. Well, we know that sauna, you know, people who use sauna uh, live longer than those who don't. And there's yeah. some pretty good literature on that. So, again, some of the stuff, you know, there, there's decent, you know, support on. But ultimately, I agree with, you know, you know, as far as, you know, in, in some ways, it's kind of like going to like a plastic surgery convention. Like that should have been right next door to what we were doing. Like, okay, we're going to, you know, from the inside you know, we're going to give you all this stuff to make you not age. And then uh, over here, we got the outside and you can get your surgeries and your, and your, and your creams and your lotions. You know, that definitely, I think was, uh, you know, was problematic, but I mean, ultimately, listen, we want the hundred year heart. We want the hundred year brain. We want the hundred year body. And, you know, to that end, you know, we'd like to look our best along the way. And ultimately, yes, it, it rests upon, upon the foundation of, of what we do. And, and, and finally, let me say this. I mean, again, take someone who, who smokes. And if you're someone who smokes, you're going to age faster. Again, the, the chemicals 
that are in the cigarette, the smoke itself that gets all over your skin and that that gets inside of your body, it prematurely ages you. So that's just one perfect example of saying if you avoid the chemicals and toxins and give your body the good stuff, then that is your best chance to age gracefully until we, you know, exit this life form. Yeah, there you go. No, I, you know, when I think about either reading a book or going to a conference and the time and the money I might invest in that, all I really look for is one good idea. If I can come away with one good idea, I'm happy. And I came away with several from this conference. Uh, had a great talk with the people from Biotics. We, I think I've finally put the last couple pieces of my stress protocol together. I've kind of been delaying releasing it because I just didn't feel like it was quite finished yet. And uh, I, I think this conference gave me the, the final couple of pieces. So so that alone was worth it. And honestly, the, the only reason I went to this conference was to meet you. So I got to do that. We got to hang out. That was by far worth uh, worth all of it. I, I do have to tell you, though, uh, it took me longer to get home on Sunday than it took you. <laughs> That's not good. No, I mean, I, just as I got into the, uh, the ride to head over to the airport, I got a text message about my flight being delayed. And I, th- I almost turned around and went back. Uh, and I thought, no, I'm already packed up. Um, I'll just head to the airport and deal with it. Uh, and then by the time I got to the airport, the delay had gotten worse. And then I checked on my connecting flight and I was going to miss my connecting flight. So finally, I had to book a later flight that night. I was supposed to leave the airport at four. Um, we didn't take off till 1045 that night. So uh, I got home about 2.30 in the morning. That, my friend, is uh, is brutal. Yeah, no, I had a nine-hour drive, and again, uh, you know, for those people again, you know, you know, who drive, uh, I I personally love it. Again, you know, you get the ability to plug in a podcast, you know, listen to some excellent, you know, information, excellent, you know, radio shows, uh, you know, books, you know, audio books, you know, that are happening, or again, just to kind of zone out, you know, with some of your favorite, uh, you know, music, so... Uh, airline travel, especially, you know, during the holiday season, during the winter time, you know, and, uh, you know, again, you know, me, you know, we live in the mountains of Colorado, so our flights get canceled all the time. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. And yeah, you know, again, you know, me, uh, being able to see you was a total added bonus. And again, sharing some meals, it was uh, a lot of fun. And I know, listen, for those people, again, Kevin, uh, Kevin is uh, not a gambler and he held uh, true. He did not gamble once, uh, the entire weekend. So, uh, so, so you got your streak going for that. Yeah. You know, that, that was a plus on, on the other side though, I, I did indulge in a, a lady drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. But, uh, but, but as you said, again, even the most confident men, uh, are able to enjoy a glass of, uh, what was that called? I forgot again. What was it? it, it the lady drink Chardonnay. Oh, the Chardonnay, yeah, exactly, Chardonnay, the Chardonnay. I, I mean, I've ne- I never talk about that. I never that word never comes out of my mouth, so I forget it pretty easily. Yeah, Char- oh, oh. Um, well, how do you pronounce it? Chardon- Chardonnay? <laughs> Is that with an S? An S H? Just, just stick Chard- with lady, lady drink. You'll know. I'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, one more point too that I want to say to everyone, you know, that was really cool too, is the fact that you know, you and I. 
are, are, you know, we, we kind of belly up to the bar and you get your glass of Chardonnay and I get a glass of organic uh, tequila. And then the guy next to us starts talking and uh, we, you know, we, we engage in a conversation with him. And then we found out again that we had just kind of so much in common from a health standpoint. And I think, again, to continue to shout our message from the rooftops and engage in conversation, you know, whether it's a family member or a friend, sometimes, you know, you think they don't want to hear your health information or they're sick of hearing about the diet that you're on or this, you know, your sleep or this new technology that you got that's helping. But, you know, again, A, you never know who you're going to be talking to. You never know when that final bit of a conversation will actually open up someone's eyes or you, and you never know the things that you say to someone that they may not make a difference or change that person at that moment, but then maybe they'll hear it a second time or a third time from someone else down the road. And that whole kind of sequence eventually changes that person and wakes them up to, to real health, wellness, and, and, and happiness. Yeah, you know, it, it really was. I had a, another interesting encounter at the event. I told you a little bit about this. You were, I think that was the day you were doing your book signing and you were just swamped and I was wandering around for a little bit and I thought, you know, I'm going to go grab something to eat. And there was this, I, I kept walking by this uh, this restaurant there at the at the hotel and it looked like they had really good seafood. So I walked in and I sat down at the bar because I was just going to eat by myself. And I, they had some amazing oysters. Um, so zinc and copper and all that great stuff that's in oysters. And I, I don't strike up conversations with people. I, I just don't. I'm kind of an introvert. So uh, I'm sitting at the bar and there's a woman sitting right next to me and she immediately looks over and, you know, I had my conference tag on and she said, so... I keep seeing people with that that badge. What's that all about? So I, I was telling her, you know, it was a health conference, and I, the I the trucking thing came up, just you know, out of the blue. And and I said she was asking me about what I did with health, and I said, well, you know, I only deal with truck drivers. And her eyes lit up, and she turns out she owned a trucking company in Chicago. Uh, she's got like twenty five trucks. So uh, had a great conversation with her. Uh, had her download the app so she could listen to the show. Maybe she's listening right now. Who knows? Um, you know, we talked a lot about driver health and all kinds of trucking issues. And I told her she should make sure her drivers have the app and they listen. Who would have thought, you know, that I, I show up at a, a health conference in Las Vegas and meet somebody who owns a trucking company? Yeah. I mean, again, it really is just taking those opportunities and yeah, listen, you know, sometimes you want to have a little bit of private time and alone time, especially after just being so super busy and kind of talking, you know, all day as we were, but, uh, you know, listen, you know, maybe everything is, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason. Everything is, you know, our, you know, part of our, our, our destiny and, uh, you know, again, divine providence that brings us in, in connection with each other. Uh, and, you know, again, she was lucky to be sitting next to you to ask you that question uh, to get your message. And frankly, because you shared it, uh, it could save her life and save the life of all the people who, who work for her. And then how those families, again, how those people, you know, touch their families and their friends. And that's how the continuum happens. And that's how we're going to you know, change this world. Absolutely. Hey, Lauren, jump in here. I'm, I'm hogging the conversation. 
Oh, no worries. I'm enjoying hearing about this, this anti-aging uh, convention, the meeting of the mind. Hey Lauren, hey, Lauren, how funny is it to hear Kevin say that he's an introvert? I know, right? I was thinking the same thing. Because <laughs> you know, when he told me that, and because he tells the story, and he says that, you know, you know, I'm typically an introvert, and I'm like, what? Who? What happened to Kevin? I don't know, even know who's saying this. Who's yeah. Like Kevin, I know. That's hard to believe. Well, you know, it, it, it's kind of weird. Like I said, if, if somebody else didn't strike up the conversation, I wouldn't. I, I just don't. I'm I'm happy to go sit in the corner and do my own thing and watch and observe. But if, if somebody does start the conversation, well, you know, once you get me started, then I'm probably not going to stop. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. You know, I don't know about you, Kevin, again, like, uh, and again, like a show like that, and it just, even your travel experiences going home where you say it's my fault that you stayed out late, you know, and, and believe me, right. I mean, normally, you know, I go to sleep in my home, you know, with my wife and my four children this time of year in the winter time, you know, we're, we're in bed by eight, eight thirty at the latest. Yeah. And again, in Vegas, you know, because number one, like the show, you know, it doesn't end until, until, you know, later. And, and again, so now you're not, you know, right. We were lecturing on copper and that went until after eight o'clock and then now, okay, well now we're going to go out for dinner. And it's just, the, unfortunately, Vegas is just not a healthy place to be, right? There's not a lot of opportunities to go outside. And then again, all the toxins inside of the casino. And I thought the smoke was as bad as I had ever experienced it really inside of, inside of the, certainly inside of the gaming area where we were kind of, you know, we would meet up and, and wait to, you know, to, to go out for dinner with people or something like that. It, it's just, it's not a healthy place to be. No, it's not. You know how they design those casinos and the convention center and the hotels. You have to walk through the gaming floor to get anywhere. So you, you walk through the gaming floor over and over and over multiple times every day to get from my room to anywhere in in the facility. You had to go right through the gaming floor. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's uh, it, it was it was a good event to go to. And, uh, you know, again, I'm just so appreciative you know, to meet you there and be able to spend time with you and you know, introduce you to anyone who I knew. And again, it was just, uh, just a great meeting of, uh, of great people. It was a lot of fun. It was. So, uh, uh, I know I want to be, uh, uh, careful with your time today. Do you think we could take a couple calls? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to Minnesota and welcome to the program. Ann, are you with us? Hello. Oh, there you are. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Hi, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have a question regarding the GAPS diet and what your thoughts are about that. So, um, been on a health journey for, oh, go ahead. Well, I was, I think you're about to do it. I was going to say before I talk about the GAPS diet, tell me why you might be interested in it. Um, so I've been on a health journey for about four years with thyroid, menopause, hormones, weight, um, have cleaned up our diet really good the last couple of years, my husband and I. Um, I've done gluten-free, dairy-free, and um, long story short, I have a friend on the road who is becoming a certified um, GAPS coach. Okay. And when I was diagnosed several years ago, okay, go ahead. 
Um, no, keep going with your story. Okay. Um, when I was diagnosed several years ago, um, like with Hashimoto's, et cetera, and they told me gluten-free, dairy-free, they handed me one sheet of uh, Xerox paper and said, eat this, don't eat this. So I had no idea what to do. So anyways, fast forward to now, this friend of mine um, is being certified and she lives down the road and she's into making the organic home beef broth, beef bone, um, organic raw milk, yogurt, sour cream that we find locally here in Minnesota from small farms. And she wanted me to be a clinical study. And so I said yes to maybe help um, leaky gut, improve sleep, et cetera, et cetera. So started it, you know, it's a six phase and then it's a one to two year commitment or can be. And of course I'm finding it really difficult. Um, so we've made stocks and we've parade vegetables in them to change up the different soups I'm on. Some of it is really repulsive to me, like onion and garlic. And she explained it's because the bad bugs in my stomach don't want me to want what's good for me. Um, so anyways, just, you know, what's your thoughts? Yeah. So there's a couple things here and I'm sure Lauren and Dr. Wilson can jump in as well. So, you know, I kind of look at gaps as one of the elimination diets, and, th- and there are several of them. AIP is kind of an elimination diet. So the, the focus is on taking a lot of foods out of the diet, not necessarily adding some in. Um, most of them tend to work, and, and I, I don't know that they have to be quite as specific. GAPS is really specific, like you said, six phases. There's all kinds of rules, and it's fairly complicated. Um, I, AIP, you know, paleo, kind of the same thing. We eliminate a lot of foods. You can get results with these. There's no doubt. I, I don't think that it needs to be quite as complicated as as GAPS can be. Uh, you, we used to recommend GAPS quite a bit. Um, but the more I kept looking at these elimination diets, I, I, I get more convinced that they work because they're elimination diets, not because of the six phases and all those the really strict rules. And so I, 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 there's, I can't say anything is really wrong with what you're doing and the foods that they do add bone broths and that in the gaps diet, fermented foods. Absolutely. I mean, those are things we recommend anyway. Um, like I said, it might just be a little complicated, a little strict, you know, we get great results. The more foods we take away from somebody's diet. That's why I think these diets tend to work, not because they're quite so specific, because they're taking away a lot of the problem foods. I I don't totally disagree with her thought that your gut bacteria influences what foods you may want to eat. Although onions and garlic, I'm not sure that those really fall into that category. Um, Maybe you just don't like those foods. Um, that's another thing. I I don't like to see people forced into adding foods into their diet that maybe they don't even really like. Um, I'm not so sure that whether you have onions or garlic in your diet is going to make a big difference one way or the other. So it's not that I've seen bad results with gaps. I think there's a, a lot to it. I also think it's probably more complicated than it needs to be. If you were to, you know, I'm going to, steal Dr. Wolfson's line here, um, eat well, live well, think well, 
I, I don't know that we need all the complicated rules some of these diets have. Uh, Dr. Wilson, what do you think? Yeah, no, I think your points are, are very well taken. And again, people, a lot of people will get better following some kind of elimination diet and maybe the ultimate elimination diet almost comes down to a carnivore, you know, for example, or just eating, you know, meat and seafood, for example. And that's one of those kind of ultimate elimination diets. But I think number one, it's really not sustainable for the long term for a lot of people. And ultimately, again, people do not have the sometimes short term success or long long term success. And it's not the diet at all that is leading to a lot of their gastrointestinal leaky gut and therefore leaky heart, leaky brain and these other autoimmune conditions. Maybe there's an external factor besides the food. And again, in that area, you know, Kevin, obviously you've heard me kind of proselytize about this so often, and that is mold and, and being in a mold uh, environment and the person is mold toxic. So maybe ultimately for a lot of people, it has nothing to do with the food and everything with their environment. And obviously all these other things, whether it's toxic metals and pesticides and VOCs and EMF, all those things are bad. But again, you got to get tested for mold because mold mycotoxins are, again, the chemical bombs produced from mold in order to ensure its survival. It gets inside of us and messes things up and does is proven in the medical literature to lead to intestinal hyperpermeability and leaky gut. So if we are mold toxic, you can go on any diet and you may see some improvement but it's never going to get you to where you need to go. And it's never going to be successful for the long term. Really good point. Really you know, you, point. you had mentioned the, the carnivore diet being the ultimate elimination diet. We've said that many times here. It's one of the reasons it's, it's kind of a go-to for us. It, it's, you know, imagine trying to explain to somebody the gaps diet on a phone call. Uh, it, it's pretty difficult. There's a lot going on there, but it, carnivores, pretty darn simple. The more animal products you eat, the the better you're going to feel. And then, you know, we could talk about quality and, you know, organic and grass fed and pastured. And, uh, but I, I think it's why we tend to, to lean more and more towards carnivore because it, I think it is really the ultimate elimination diet. But, you know, again, it's not, it's not the long-term strategy. And again, the caller, you know, has tried all these different things without success. And for that, you know, again, we just got to look to the outside and say, again, why is this person, you know, not getting the success when she's done all these different dietary things? Maybe again, it's just, it's not the diet. Is is that Mm -hmm. making any sense, Ann? Oh, totally. Yep. I'm hundred percent on page with all you guys are talking about and clean fats and healthy organic grass fed beef and all. Yep. So, but look and, to the outside maybe instead of what I'm taking in. Yeah. And, and like I said, it, it's not that there's anything wrong with the GAPS diet. It's very well researched. It, there's been a lot of thought put into it. It makes sense in a lot of ways, but you, you've done a lot of the things already and you're not really getting the results you probably should. So I, I think Dr. Wilson's right on here maybe it's time for some testing and, and, you know, really looking to see what the root cause here. Why, why aren't some of these dietary interventions working for you? Yeah, I know. Ultimately there is a stressor. So if it's not a food stressor, then just exactly what Dr. Wilson is saying, 
you have to find out what is, you know, what the stressor is. So it could be an environmental, you know, stressor, like he said, like mold is a very popular one. But it sounds like you're on the right track for Hashimoto's. You're absolutely right to be looking at healing your, you know, your digestive system um, from leaky gut. And GAPS has been a great, I, I find that GAPS has been a good tool. I don't know why she's pushing the onions and garlic so much because I don't think that's a really key point, you know, a key thing in the GAPS diet. It's really used as an elimination diet. And the fact that you're using so much bone broth is just to help mend the intestinal tract, make sure you're getting really good nutrients. And then um, the different stages are basically just reintroduction. So stage one is really the elimination portion. Then the, the rest of the stages are just reintroduction. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. But <clears throat> having read through all of this, it's very difficult. And I'm having a really hard time and just want to eat real food like eggs and bacon, you know, of course, all the healthy. But um, yeah, I mean, six phases could potentially be six plus weeks. I don't know that I can, you know, I'm only on day six, <laughs> the first phase. I don't know that I can, you know, I'm eating a lot of, we made our own ghee and lard and tallow. So I'm incorporating a lot of fat in the broth to you know, satiate and balance the blood sugars and not have the shakes, et cetera, but it's still pretty tough. So it's like, I was hoping somebody could say, mm, you don't need that, do that. <laughs> I think we can uh, take can, can I ask you a question? How, how old is the home that you live in? Um, it's 40 years and it was, yep, um, one owner. Um, yeah. And are you aware of any water damage? Not at all. I mean, they, yeah, it's like a ceramic tile and yeah, it's a pretty well built solid home. I mean, again, you just don't know what's going on, you know, behind walls, under floors, in crawl spaces, in attics, you know, under a toilet, under a sink, under a shower, under a, you know, washing machine, dishwasher, uh, you really, really, really should get a mold test. And you can actually do it. There's, there's at-home tests uh, that you can do, at-home ERMI tests, E-R-M-I tests that you can do. And, uh, again, what if your problem, again, is not the food that you're eating but the environment that you're living in, and mold is the number one offender? It is written in the, in the book of uh, Leviticus in the Old Testament talking about mold and about what those, you know, what, what their recommendations were should you have mold in your home. And back then, homes were made out of rocks and stones. Now, of course, things are, are hermetically sealed in for airflow. Uh, the building materials that just lead to the explosion of mold growth and therefore releasing these toxins into the environment. And um, it's, uh, it's pretty scary what it could do to the individual person. So, again, I highly encourage you to get that checked. Okay, that sounds like great advice. I will take that to heart, and I thank you for all of your uh, help and information. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Wilson, you okay for one more call? Yeah, I got one more. Okay. Let's, uh, let's go to Texas. Les, welcome to the program. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. I had a valve repair heart two years ago on the left side. Um, now I have what they call a bundle branch blockage. And my injection fraction is 39%. Um, that's 
right on the border of not getting a health card. Uh, I did get one, but they're frowning at me. Is, was that cardio miracle? Is there something else I could take improve my injection fraction with the bundle branch blockage looking again? Hey, hey, Les, before um, we get to that specific question about that, you know, tell us about your diet. Um, I've been eating real clean for two or three years. That's as long as I've been listening to you. Uh, I This morning I had some uh, whole Greek yogurt, blueberries, and pecans. Uh, for lunch I'll have cottage cheese, avocado, sauerkraut, and a quarter pound of grass-fed beef. Um, dinner, not so, not so much. I'm not so good with dinner. Uh, but I, I really... You know, trying to eat clean. Uh, I, I eat eggs when I can. Um, and I'm taking a bunch of standard processed um, uh, vitamins, the liver pills they've got, trace mineral, B12, thyroid plus, too good for your blood, things like that. Okay. Um, you know, from my point of view, and I'm going to turn this one over to Dr. Wilson, um, I think some focus on really kind of tightening up the diet, say you're not good at dinner, you talk about, you know, I eat these foods once in a while, we probably have to talk about which foods you shouldn't be eating. Um, uh, and really kind of not taking that shotgun approach with supplements or vitamins or multis, just, you know, really getting down to the foundations and then some really targeted supplementation. Um, Dr. Wilson, what do you think about his uh, specific question? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's not uncommon, obviously, a bundle branch block after a mitral valve repair uh, surgery. Um, so, you know, again, that's one factor. And unfortunately, because of the electrical abnormality that we call bundle branch block, it can actually lead to a, a, a dyssynchronous squeezing of the heart. So the heart muscle may be okay, but just the way that it's squeezing because of the electrical stimuli could be making that situation uh, worse and even appear worse because my guess is, correct me if I'm wrong, you're not having any, any symptoms of congestive heart failure, for example, or related to the cardiomyopathy. They're just telling you, hey, you've got this number, therefore you may not be able to drive or you may not feel good, but you know, it, I assume you feel okay. Yes, I, I feel good. I don't have any swelling in my ankles. I'm pretty thin. Uh, I mean, if I exert myself enough, I'll get, you know, shorter breath, I guess, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm, so again, again you know, a lot of what Kevin and I, you know, obviously teach again is that eat well, live well, think well, but then ultimately it comes down to test, don't guess. So if you do the most advanced testing in the world from a holistic practitioner, and I'll be, I'll be candid with you, of course, I do this and my team does that in our office and we offer that service online. But if you do the most advanced testing in the world, then you can determine what supplements you may need. Do you need more copper? I don't know. Let's test. Do you need more zinc or do you need uh, B vitamins or vitamin C or, or anything? You know, CoQ10. Do you need them all like what be, would be supplied in Cardio Miracle, for example? Or do you need just some of them? So ultimately, I think we need to test. Don't guess. Are you missing nutrients? Do you have an excess of toxins? 
and then using that approach to really dial in what's perfect for you. My simple guess would be, for example, if your ejection fraction is 39% and you're doing all this other stuff, you know, again, from a food standpoint that, again, it sounds pretty good, but again, taking someone who's 39% and giving them cardio miracle, I, I am very reluctant to, to, to say that there will be any miracle and your heart function will now be normal. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. So, but if I'm taking the, the all natural food-based vitamins now, and I, I mean, is that, that would be about the best I could do other than maybe clean my diet up even more? Well, again, I think we have to test again, you know, even though you're taking these nutrients, okay. are they working? Are they getting to where they need to go? And therefore, are they going to help you? And I think ultimately, a lot of us can give conversation about, hey, you know, you know eat this food, that food, that lifestyle, but you don't really know how well it's working unless you test. Okay. All righty. Well, that, that was my question. So thank you very much. I appreciate y'all's time. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, Kevin. I'm going to jump, my friend. I, I was just going to say, we got to let you go. We could keep you all day. Thank you so much. And uh, can't wait to spend some time together again soon. No, me too. Thank you to everyone. Talk to you soon. Take care. All right. Uh, Lauren, um, that hour went fast. It went very fast. I agree. Yeah, we could keep it all day. good stuff. It sounded like that. that. Oh, go ahead. I know. I know. I just, it sounded like you guys had a wonderful time together and you, you know, finally getting to meet in person, which is so nice. Really get some good quality time that way. And he had some really good insight that I had never thought about with the whole copper thing. I really want to dive deeper into that at some point. So it, it, I will absolutely do that. It, it was incredible to just walk around the show floor and the exhibit floor, because like I said, he, he's very well known. Um, every 10 feet, somebody's mm. stopping him to ask him questions. And other cardiologists, other doctors, other practitioners, um, people just attending. So and, and he is just brilliant with this stuff. I, I mean, I was just blown away just, just standing and listening to him interact with other people. And um, I, I learned so much from that alone. Um, it was just a, uh, just a, you know, something else that I thought was absolutely, uh, it just made me smile so much. It still does when I think about it. We were standing around in a group and there were, there's a, I know there was at least one other cardiologist and a couple other um, doctors. And somehow the whole idea of celebrities came up. Somebody talked about they were treating celebrities, and I, I made some kind of a comment that if uh, Hollywood's doing it, you should probably stay away from it. Um, a couple of the practitioners <laughs> there didn't really appreciate that comment. Um, Dr. Wilson actually said something like uh, he's worked with a couple of them, and, and he absolutely won't anymore. They're, they're entitled. They wanted his cell phone number. They think they could call him anytime. And um, so that, that was one conversation. And then we were actually at dinner that evening. Um, and we were with a bunch of the biotics people, which was a, another great part of the event for me to get to spend time with them. We came up with some great ideas I'm really excited about. Um, but during that conversation, somebody asked Dr. Wolfson, what is your ideal client? And 
even I did not expect the answer. Um, they said, what is your ideal client? Dr. Wilson said a 62-year-old truck driver. That's his most common client. Wow. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. I love to hear that. And it was so, <laughs> such a such a stark difference from hearing, you know, practitioners and cardiologists saying, you know, they they target celebrities and, you know, people with lots of money and um you know, Dr. Wilson's typical client is a 62-year-old truck driver. We are his number one referrer. That's so cool. I know. Very, very neat, Evan. You should be proud. I absolutely love that. That was, uh, and and he does too. I mean, it's it's interesting to watch him interact. He he is proud of that fact, and and he doesn't try to hide it among the other practitioners or impress him with you know, how wealthy his clientele is. He, he is, he's exactly what, you know, you get when he, when he talks here, he is just so down to earth and he just loves dealing with our tribe. Mm, that's good to know. Yeah. It was very satisfying. Let's, uh, let's get to some more phone calls cause we've had a bunch holding all day. Uh, Roland, sorry, we, uh, we weren't able to keep Dr. Wilson any longer. Maybe we can help you though. I want it to be number 40,001. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's on your mind today? All right. Five months ago, mild case of COVID didn't get in my lungs. Uh, noticed thereafter that I did, when I did heavy work, and I'm talking, I'm 78 years old, but I was still doing flatbed chains, binders, tarps. I, I noticed a slight uh, shortness of breath. And I didn't worry about it. I just slowed down a little bit when I had to. Six weeks ago, like a light switch, I got shortness of breath, usually accompanied with uh, 90, uh, a pulse rate of about 90, and hitting hard. Not jumping out of my chest hard, but hitting hard. Uh, uh, my... Uh, my Omron today, just now, was 151 over 70. My oxygen uptake today with the finger monitor was 97 with a 67 pulse rate. And the Omron was real clear. The Omron had 70 pulse rate also. Uh, yeah, like a light switch. I literally only had to walk 25 feet, and I had shortness of breath usually accompanied with elevated heart rate also and, and uh, harshness of heart rate. Uh, since then, I've added apple cider vinegar. <laughs> I've added uh, sunflower seeds. Uh, in the course of the six weeks, I took, uh, scan, I had I, uh, what the lifeline screening I know you're not real fond of that, but the only thing they found was a, a little bit of tendency to body mass index. So I got rid of 10 pounds. I got stricter with my keto, got rid of 10 pounds, went from 212 down to 200, close to 200. I added potassium, magnesium. Uh, you know, it acts 
from my little bit of research, it acts like a clot a little bit. It also acts like uh, a symptom of uh, long ago COVID, the shortness of breath. Yeah. Okay. So are you there? You know, I I could recommend a couple things that might give you some relief short term, might help with some of this. But I I really think this is a case of, uh, again, I'm going to steal one of Dr. Wilson's lines here. Uh, I think we're at a point where we should test, not guess. Um, You know, adding some of the things you've added certainly can't hurt anything. I, I don't think they're going to solve this issue. The couple of therapies I would recommend right away, uh, you could start them when you get off the phone call, honestly, um, and I think you'll see some improvement in some of this. The the Wim Hof breathing and the cold exposure um, would probably both work to improve this, but, but that's not my answer that that's going to make this go away. I really think at this point you you should do some testing, but I wouldn't go through the traditional medical channels. I mean, I, I would do, I, uh, honestly, I would probably recommend that you just do the testing with Dr. Wolfson. Yes, I I would love to fly to, to Arizona, but uh, he, he has something about online too. He has something online. Yeah, absolutely. They, they can do everything, virtually everything they do, they can do it virtual. Um, very, very seldom is there any ever any reason you would have to go to Scottsdale. Does he, does he need samples, uh, blood samples? Yeah, uh, he will um, arrange testing for you. Um, he, he's really, really good with testing, with like looking at what you're dealing with and recommending the specific testing that's going to get him the answers he needs. And he'll arrange all that. And if it is a blood draw, sometimes it, it's at-home testing. I have a feeling with yours, it probably will require a blood draw. So he'll arrange it. Um, they'll set up a clinic or, you, you know, there are even a lot of, um, mobile phlebotomists. They just come right to you and, and do the blood draw and then they, they send it in and test it. And then you do a consultation with him on the results. I should add in March of 2020, a 75, I was probably close to the top 1% for excellent cardiovascular health. And... Yeah. Been scared, been scared of the gym ever since because I'm not happy with their ventilation, uh, and it's proven to be, I might be right, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I I became too inactive since then, and I just I, I want to get back. I I, I could do uh, on the uh, stepper elliptical stepper. I could do a forty minute routine on there. I know you're not fond of that either, but uh, I could. <laughs> you know what? I'd much rather see you do. You go mm-hmm. go hike some of those trails in West Virginia. You've got such a beautiful <laughs> state, and you've got all those elevation changes and and awesome trails. And take up hiking. Well, my 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 fear is, I think I need to get back to the elliptical or something like that, the it, elliptical stepper. Well, it, but I'm afraid, I'm almost afraid to get back on it. Well, that's why, you know, do the testing first. 
Do the consult with Dr. Wolfson. Right. He will. Here's right. the thing. There, it's very, very rare that we need to avoid activity to get better. You know, they used to, this used to be a really common thing with heart attacks or any kind of cardiovascular issue, heart surgery. They used to like demand bed rest. Like, oh no, your, your heart needs to recover and you've got to, and that was killing people. They figured out that that was the worst thing they could do was to have somebody be inactive. So I, I don't want you to go out and try, you know, running an Ironman, uh, but going outside and just walking or a little bit of hiking. And, you know, if you really feel like you're overexerting, then back down a little bit. But I, I think before I did anything, um, I, I would do the consult. Got to tell you something. So, so a friend of a friend goes into the state capitol, can hardly make it to the ER desk. Lo and behold, he has a clot between his heart and his lung, or be going to his lungs. Uh, they leave him on a gurney in a room of the ER for three days because there's only two doctors in this state that can go in and uh, roto-rooter this thing out or whatever they do, yeah. go up through the uh, femoral artery. Uh, they leave him in the ER for three days. They say, well, the doc's not coming. Take these blood thinners and go home and rest for, for four or six months, which... Uh, Ironically, his symptoms are very similar to mine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, take, taking blood thinners and going home to rest doesn't make anybody better. Right. But uh, I, I, I highly I doubt that any part of Dr. Wilson's advice is going to be take blood thinners and rest. <laughs> Does apple cider vinegar possibly help thin the blood? I'm sorry, say that again. Does ACV possibly help to thin the blood? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I, I don't, I, I'm trying to think of any mechanisms that might cause, I, I don't believe so, no. Okay. I, I don't think so either. All right, all right. I'm pretty sure there are a few things, though, like garlic and ginger and turmeric. Those are supposed to be natural blood thinners. Yeah. Uh, but, what are you? But it, but again, it, those are, and you could certainly do some of that. But I, I think we're at the point where it, this is going to need more of an intervention than that. I, I think you you really oh, should agreed. do some some mineral testing and and some of the other things that uh, Dr. Wilson's going to have you do. What, uh, what are you going to, do you have copper in the store? I don't think you have copper in the store, do you? Um, do we carry um, bulletproof zinc with copper? We might. Um, no. We do carry bulletproof zinc with copper. Yeah. We do carry that. Um, we, we don't have it on its own, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm looking at the taste and scores. Hold on. Yes, we do. We carry it. Um, the copper drops with the the taste and score. That's one way. That's an aqueous copper. So I, I would if if. But again, we're guessing. You know, is it a copper issue? Hell, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. um, that that's why at yeah, this that's point, point, 
rather than guess, let's test. Now, you know, we may look at bringing in um, the, the copper supplement that Dr. Wolfson recommends. I, the more I learn about copper, the more I think it may be useful. But, I, but that's, I, I don't think that's the kind of answer we need right now. I agree that that's the, that's the type of intervention, intervention that uh, I should seek. I, I really think so. Well, that's the next step, I guess. By the way, I, I am I have improved in this six weeks. Well, that's good. I'd say I'm twenty percent. I'm twenty percent better. That's that's a but, good uh, sign. It's, it's certainly better than being twenty percent worse. Um, so let let's just <laughs> continue. Maybe it's nothing. You know what? Maybe it is something simple, like a little bit of copper supplementation or a, or a little bit of something else and, you know, tightening up the diet again. But uh, it, this is concerning enough that, that I wouldn't want to guess. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Thanks. And Lawrence. Uh, keep in touch and let us know how this goes. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Let's go to Kansas. David, welcome to the program. Hi, thank you for taking my call, Kevin. I just missed him. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a popular guy. When I uh, walking around with him for a couple of days, it was nonstop. I, I don't think I heard him stop talking yeah. the whole time. I called in late. I, when it said 11 o'clock, I called in. At 11 on my time, I'm thinking about Eastern time, by the way. So what does he charge for his services by doing it through the phone? So there's a couple different options. Um, if you want to work directly with Dr. Wolfson, it can get pretty pricey. I mean, you're talking for an initial consultation, testing uh, directly with Dr. Wolfson, a, a couple to several thousand, uh, depending on how much testing you've got to do. You can also work with other members of his team, his nutritionist and his health coaches, knowing that, you know, he's in the background guiding all of that. And that's less expensive to do it that way. Um, the, the best bet is to do the initial consultation. You call them, talk about your issues, and they'll give you your options and pricing. Okay. That sounds like an option. <laughs> Did you get my, um, did it come through my email? It did, yeah. That's important. Well, what happened is, initially back in 2020, early 2020, I got COVID. I never got tested because I didn't know anything about it. But I had, it was in my lungs. And I didn't ventilate anything like that. I was just, um, I was out on the road. I was in actually California when I got it. And I got to New Mexico and, I, I just walked around and kept myself busy, but I didn't drive because I was dizzy, lightheaded, the whole spang. Um, and I was that way for about four days, and I, I didn't do anything. And then I finally felt good enough that I could start driving again, and um, then I made it home. Again, I didn't get tested, so I had no idea. But I did get tested after you guys started talking about it. I did get tested to see if I had any antibodies. And I don't know if my doctor took it serious at the time or not. He was a failure from the very get-go. Um, but anyway, he said that he tested me, and 
He said, I didn't have any eye bites. All right, well, I'll let it go. They said, you need to go and get shot. It's like, well, I wasn't going to do it. I did go ahead and do it after a friend of mine passed from COVID. They ventilated him, and they pa- and he passed. And he was he suffered through the hospital for three months, and he finally passed. So I got the Moderna shot, uh, the one and two. After the Moderna shot, um, I got COVID twice, and I just I'm two weeks out of the last COVID. And that was back in 2021 that I got the shots. Okay. So my doctor put me on, I started having problems with uh, my heart. The uh, I thought it was palpitations, but it was it's irregular heartbeat. And it's, it'll race and then it'll slow down. It'll race and slow down. But then it just, sometimes it acts like it's just skipping a beat. And it'll take, it'll jump. And that's when I went to the car, the, to the, uh, to him, the car, a cardiologist. I fired my other doctor. I, I don't have a doctor per se. I have a cardiologist, and I have a uh, a, a uh, clinic that I work through that gets all my blood work through. So let me ask. I probably know the answer. This is a traditional cardiologist, though, right? Correct. So they and only got, have two answers. It's got me on uh, drugs and surgery. Yeah. That's all they have. And drugs and surgery never fix the root cause, ever. Right, and and I have finally taken your advice and have gone carnivore. But I've I've got um, uh, I add I have like salads. I don't know if they're good or bad, but like the green leafy salads um, and broccoli and um, and that's it. I mean that's what I've been eating: eggs, nuts, and seeds. I mean basically what you're what you've always promoted. I've just, I'm just one weekend and I've already lost weight. I've lost one size and my pants. I'm down to 38 from a 40. So uh, let, but, me, uh, yeah. let me make sure I understand. So you are eating somewhat carnivore-ish, which is excellent. Those are all good foods, uh, but you've only been doing that for about a week. Is that correct? For a week. Okay. And the I reason dropped I sodas. Ask, I mean, I was drinking sodas and teas, teas well, and all that stuff. The reason I ask is because I've got your labs in front of me. You are pre-diabetic. Right. Which means you're pre-metabolic syndrome. You're, you're about to start facing a lot of health issues. Now, you've changed your diet. That's step number one. Um, because you've had COVID and the shot and you've had some cardiovascular issues around it, I, I would recommend a consult with Dr. Wolfson. Absolutely. Okay. They put me on blood pressure pills, that, that, metoprolol or something David, like that. David, David, yes. I, I could have guessed that before you told me. That's all they do. I yeah. could look at your numbers I and I know exactly and what drugs they're going to prescribe to you. I can probably predict what drug they'll be prescribing to you six months from now if you don't change. Right. And it, it, uh, I, he gave me this other thing, this diuretic or whatever. Of course and potassium, he did. But, uh, and I, David, I haven't taken that. David, I, do, I, do you think that your problem yeah. is a, a lack of diuretic in your body? 
No, I don't. No, so I don't if, if, that's the I'm calling you. Yeah, if the problem isn't a lack of some kind of pharmaceutical drug in your body, then how can the pharmaceutical drug ever be the answer? Correct. It's not. You're on the right track. I mean, you, you made the big change. You started. You changed your diet. Stick with it. But and if and if you weren't telling me about COVID and the shot and the cardiovascular issues, I'd just say stick with this for thirty days and then let's see what happens. But given the fact that you've had COVID and the shot and cardiovascular issues, I would do the consult. Okay. Well, just like the gentleman called before, I'm doing you know the shortness of breath, all that kind of stuff. I had that. I'm still having issues with that, but also the, uh, he's taking the, uh, apple cider vinegar, the raw unfiltered. That's what I'm doing too. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, you know, we, so, we are big believers in all that stuff, natural foods, apple cider vinegar, it, it, all great stuff. Uh, it's not going to solve this specific problem. Okay. This is, all right. you know, if, if, if all it took for everybody was just diet, well, then we wouldn't have to bring in Dr. Wilson and some of the other people we've partnered with. We, I, they're going to tell you the same things we will about diet. I mean, I, I'll put my nutritional knowledge and, and our diet knowledge and recommendations up against anybody. I, I don't care whether they're a cardiologist or a brain surgeon or We've done a lot of that work. We're really, really good at the food and lifestyle part of this. It's what we do every day. We do a lot of research. We do a lot of testing. We worked with a lot of patients. We're really good at it. But we also know that we don't deal with specific medical conditions. We're not doctors. That's not what we do. And right. most of the time I'll tell people, look, work with us. And at some point, if we think you need a medical intervention, we'll recommend it. I'm saying right now, there's not a whole lot of point in working with us at this point because you need a medical intervention and somebody like Dr. Wolfson, Dr. Wolfson's team can handle all of it. Okay. Ken, I get his phone number. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, I'm going to put or you back online. in the queue and uh, I'll have Angie get you the contact information for Dr. Wolfson. Let's go to Indiana. Ken, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Doing good. What's on your mind today? Hey, uh, <clears throat> my feeling today has lupus, um, and I'm trying to figure out how to help her out, um, and I don't have any good answers. So what so, uh, I do? Missed something there. What relationship is this person to you? Uh, okay, got it. Um, how long have you listened to the show? Uh, I've been listening a long time. You know what my next question is going to be, right? Uh, no. Okay, so... It doesn't matter whether somebody diet, calls us with lupus or a brain aneurysm or 
diabetes or high blood pressure or their knee hurts or I, I think I you know mentioned this when I was talking with Dr. Wolfson. I, we don't really focus on individual symptoms or individual problems or diseases or conditions or it, there is nothing I can tell you to to help somebody with lupus, there is no supplement, there's no superfood, there's nothing you can add that's going to make this condition any better. What we have to do is take so away basically. all the stuff that created it, all the garbage in the diet. Um, we do have to look at things with, with lupus like mold toxins and environmental contaminants. And so it is, is this person willing to make radical changes in their diet? Yes. Okay. Then honestly, our easiest recommendation uh, is always carnivore. Really good, high quality carnivore. The The more animal products she eats at this point and the more plants and processed food she gets out of our di her diet, the, the better the outcome is going to be. Now, how long has she had this? Uh, about a year. So it's fairly new. Um, my guess is if she were to eat carnivore primarily, now nobody does it 100%. So, you know, when somebody says, well, I kind of eat carnivore, but I had a salad the other day. Great. Nothing wrong with having a salad once in a while. Nothing wrong with throwing some vegetables in here and there, some nuts and seeds, not a big deal. But I would stick with as much animal food as possible, the best quality you can get. And my guess is within okay. 7 to 14 days, she's going to start seeing relief from symptoms. Okay, cool. Now, after 30 right, that days, works. Um, and, and I don't think at this point she needs any testing or any supplements or, or any true medical intervention. She's been dealing with lupus for a year. It's not deadly. It's very uncomfortable. Um, it's debilitating, but it's not yeah. deadly. It's not like a heart yeah. condition where I worry she might have a stroke or a heart attack tomorrow, so I want an intervention. Um, she can do 30 days of the diet and then um, do a NutriQ and call us back and do a discovery call. We, we could help her a lot with this. Okay, because um, she agreed to do a NutriQ but I just got to get her to where she can function enough to do it. You, know? uh, you, you could certainly help her with it. Um, you know, you, you can ask her the questions. She can answer. You can fill out the form online. Um, you know, one of the things we love to do okay. is a NutriQ right now, today, and then have her start working, you know, at a carnivore diet as, as much as she's able to. Um, lots of bone broth, lots of okay. eggs, lots of good seafood, organ meats, if, if she'll eat them, uh, and then do another NutriQ in just 30 days. And, uh, my guess is we're going to see big okay. improvements. And then after 30 days, she could do the discovery call with Lauren and we could really start to, to target some other areas we could help her with. Okay. That sounds like a good plan. Um, I'll get on it. And I know that like, she was exposed to mold. Uh, I can't remember exactly when. Yeah. So that, that, that yeah. may, that one event 
may have triggered the lupus. Yeah. Okay. It's an autoimmune disease. So essentially she has her immune system is attacking good tissues in her body, healthy tissue. So you have to figure out what's triggering the immune system to be so active. And if it's not food, that's why Kevin said, we always start with food. No, we start with diet because you can eliminate things. And if you don't get completely better after an elimination diet, then you have to figure out what other environmental factors could be contributing to it. Mold for sure is typically the first place people look. Um, Then you can look at things like metal toxicity. There are tons of different things that you can look at that could cause, um, you know, inflammation and for the the immune system to be activated to that extent to be causing the issue. So yes, I totally agree with Kevin start starting with diet, definitely do a discovery call. And if she's not, if she's not comfortable starting with diet without talking to us first, then, you know, do the discovery call first. But, you know, the elimination diet of carnivore is a great place to start. Okay. All right. Um, thank you very much. Uh, I'll get started on that. Perfect. All right. We'll be talking to you soon. Let's go to Wisconsin. Brandy, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kevin. Um, uh, Dr. Wilson talking about divine providence. Yesterday they had uh, some really severe weather down in Dallas-Fort Worth. Knocked off the Blaze Network completely. I had no podcast to listen to. So I ended up listening to Mike Rowe, and he's the one for Dirty Jobs. He interviewed um, the, the inventor of LifeBack, and this guy used to be a truck driver. And um, I went ahead, so based on the divine providence, is I happened to be listening at the same time. Uh, I mean, I would normally wouldn't even be listening to the show. So... The show was, you know, about LifeVac and the truck driver that invented it. And um, I happened to have one here in the truck. I was at the post office. I put one in the mail. You'll get it Friday. I contacted the the marketing of LifeVac to tell them about the show. And I just think it would be perfect for to interview this, this inventor. He's got a great story as well as the put one in every truck and every family of every driver and, and so on. And, uh, yeah, that's, I just was inspired by that. Got it. So for the people who may not know, LifeVac is like an anti-choking device, right? Somebody's choking on something. It's kind of a face mask with the, yes. with the suction. So you stick yes. it over their face and you suck out whatever they're choking on. Exactly. Yes. And he's already being ripped off by Amazon and the Chinese. So I was just even more inspired. It's like, I already have five. I was going to give them as Christmas gifts. I bought another eight after the show. And I'm just going to give them to people I know. And yours is one of them. should be there Friday, according to tracking. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And we will see about getting him on the show. You're welcome. Yes. So that's all I have to report. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for the call. Let's go to, uh, we've got some phone lines open, by the way. It is a uh, a destination health kind of day. We've got a question, a comment, a topic, anything at all about health. Go ahead and jump in right now. 
Uh, and we'll get to more calls. Let's go to Chicago. Don, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Uh, this is Don of Team Don and Judy. Uh, you got me on my six-month wait until we pull the trigger on owner operators. Excellent. And uh, and so I'm counting the days. I'm counting the days off, and I'm fully engaged with the mentor that I met through the tribe, and um, and and he's featured guy. He's well known around the tribe, and uh, also, um, you know, I, as I, I hear your sign off when you finish the program every day. And really my struggle part right now that I'm trying to bear down on, I went through the course a second time and a third time with my wife over the last two months, but it's the part where you say be fit and healthy. And so I've been really trying to work on that. Okay. Went to my, I'm a type two, went, went to my endocrinologist who, um, who I said, uh, you know, I would kind of describe myself as carnivore, but I think I'm a little bit like you described a couple of callers back when you say they say carnivore, but they're not really all animal product carnivore. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that would, that would be me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I try not to eat things, things out of a box, but I, but I do, do I'll have a salad or have maybe some bread and chicken tenders or something like that at the table. So, so anyway, I told my doctor I was disappointed in my in my A one C's that had crept up to from from a um, up to an eight point one eight point two, and prior to having COVID, I had back to back visits after following the advice I got from your show of five point six five point seven on two back to back ninety day A one C's that Excellent. I went in the office and you know and, and, yeah and and so but I've struggled since the COVID in twenty. In 2020, I, I, um, I've struggled to get back to that. So, of course, the doctor's like, oh, you know, we can put you on a shot. We need to put you on a shot. Why are you, why, why are you resistant? And I just was like, you know, if I say yes to a shot, I can see myself throwing in the towel, basically, and eliminating personal responsibility with, you know, it'll be five days a week having hash browns with my omelet or have it, you know, I try to eat a lot, a good hearty breakfast every day with no carbs with it, but I could just see that this not being good for me. So I went, I went back to my former doctor for a second opinion and, and I, or, or who I went to my old doctor and he said, put me on the shot. I went to the office where I was accustomed to seeing him and found his replacement. And he says, I don't, Agree. I agree with the shot. If the meds won't work, let's increase your meds first. But I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. Increase the meds. And I said, what do you know? I had just listened to Lauren and the person you had on as a guest talking about the continuous glucose monitors. And I just, and it was just uh, in my brain. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I asked the doctor, what do you know about this? And he points to the one on the wall and he says, oh yeah, we can, they're great devices. Let's, We'll get you one. It's free, no charge for the first two weeks. And then he said, you're type two. I doubt your insurance will cover it. Lo and behold, the company I work for got great insurance. Insurance did cover it. But I'm telling you what, a behavioral change device uh, that this thing is, it's unbelievable. Yeah. The things that I do, you know, I know you, you, you talked about testing and how you put your body through the cold water experience and your sugar went through the roof, not anything to do with diet. I think on that, I think I went back and listened to that show a second time and I listened to even the after part where the guy who had been up to 574 pounds and lost 235 pounds or something a little bit later in that yeah. call or in, the, in that show. But, it, but, but so anyway, just, I've gotten, 
some really, really good results. I've, my, my average glucose is 105, and I've been on this, on this free monitor for two weeks, and then the, they filled the prescription for 90 days, so multiple ones to replace it with. And I can't, you know, I walk out of a rest area, I look over at my, my sugar, and it's, and, it's, and it's 155, and I do 10 laps in five minutes around the truck. And I would get back in the truck, and 10 minutes later, it's 107. Excellent. And it's just like, it so pushes you in the right direction. So I want, and, and of course, the medical doctor that I saw, I took a picture of, of the berberine, and, and, I, and I take three different meds for it. The, the former doctor said, you can drop this one and this one if your fasting sugars are, are under 120 and two hours after a meal are under 160. And I had dropped those prior to having COVID. And then after COVID, I never could get back down. But I really think I was fooling myself. Now that every piece of food that goes into my mouth is monitored on this continuous glucose monitor, I was really fooling myself in how much of a carnivore I really thought I was. I, I, there was a lot more cheating going on than I realized. So anyway, yeah. so I got it down. I, I, I got it. I've, I've heard you guys mention Bulberine. The doctor's like, uh, can I, I've heard this emulates metformin. One of the drugs that I take has metformin with something infused hey, into hey, it. Hey, Don. And he said. Don. Let, yes. Uh-huh. Let me correct something the doctor said. The doctor got that completely okay. backwards. He said okay. that that berberine simulates metformin. Totally wrong. Oh no 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 no! I said that I said oh. I said that I I I heard that it emulates I or oh, it has okay. a, like very similar abilities or something. He said no 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 no. I said so I can't drop this and I don't I take genuine with metformin infused item. You were actually correct, and your doctor said no. Just offhand, he just said no. He, he he just he said no and 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 he said you can take it in addition to your medicine but it won't replace well Bullshit. i got news for him now that i'm using a cgm i can i can tell what works and wasn't does absolutely what doesn't work. The first, you know, i'll drop the one i'll i'll drop the actose first and watch the behavior watch the blood work and everything and then but it, so i'm going to work my way through it <laughs> i've got a good friend Go, I'm sorry, Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I want to go back to this Berberine and the doctor's reaction because the, this is always their reaction to supplements and their answer is always, there's no controlled peer-reviewed study to prove the supplement works. And many times they are correct, there isn't. Except in this case, he's absolutely wrong. There is lots of clinically controlled peer-reviewed, double-blind, placebo-controlled, every protocol you could put into testing around berberine that it is proven to be as effective or sometimes more effective than metformin. He is completely wrong about this one. And and I kind of felt like Kevin, he was trying to just give me a quick answer and not and 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 not really look at it. He didn't look at the milligrams. And I know that you guys emphasize. I kind of feel like I'm dealing with with Costco a little bit when I deal with you guys. I go in there and I can tell they go they cater to a higher demographic, a higher a customer in search of a better quality. And I I kind of feel like that with you guys that you're not peddling it. I've heard you tell people don't take our supplements. I don't want that. I don't want that reputation that I sell supplements that don't do what they're supposed to do. So I, I got, I, you know, I got the feeling from you guys that the boberine you're carrying is not what I might find at 
Walmart or somewhere else. But well, but anyway, hey, hey, so Don, I'm going to try it Don, and I'm going to watch it. Yeah. T- total transparency. I, I will say that our berberine is the best quality you're going to get. One of the um, um, one of the other things about this conference, I got to spend a lot of time with um, Biotics, and I, I'm planning a trip. Biotics is in Texas. Uh, I'm planning a trip down there probably this spring, uh, probably on my way to Louisville. Um, I want to see their facility. Dr. Wolfson um, has his own line of supplements. They are produced by Biotics. He designs them and then they produce them. So I got a chance to talk to him a lot because Biotics is our supplier as well. And we're getting ready to bring out some of our own formulations. So you will see supplements that are ours exclusively. They will be produced by Biotics. And one of the reasons is that um, Dr. Wolfson's been down there. He, he He looked at a lot of companies before he decided on them. He said, by far, nobody does the kind of quality control testing that they do. They test for heavy metals. They test for pesticides. They test for glyphosate. Here's something that shocked me. They test just to make sure the, the product they got in, the raw material, is what they say it is. There's actually a problem in the supplement world that you might order a specific chemical compound and what you get is not that. And and a lot of companies don't uh-huh. test. Now I I, I bring all this up. A lot of companies. I bring all this up because berberine is actually a pretty simple supplement. It it's it's one thing. It's taken from a, a berry, a berberine berry. So you probably can get several other varieties of berberine, maybe even from someplace like the vitamin shop or Walmart, and they may be just fine. If, as long as it's berberine and it's not contaminated, it's probably a good supplement. Um, we do absolutely know that our berberine is clean and there's no toxins and it truly is berberine. But this is one that you could probably grab berberine from just about anywhere and do okay with it. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to support, support the store and I'm, I'll be buying some very, very soon from you because I, I'm, 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 I have a DOT fiscal coming up in about 15 days. I'm going to have that done. And then I'm going to begin this experiment because I don't see them again for 90 days. Uh, and and uh, I do have a friend who recommends something called glucotera, Kevin. Is that something you guys carry in the store? Do you know anything about glucotera? Uh, we don't carry it. I can promise you that. I don't know anything about it, but I can go look it up for you real quick. Um, and- he said it. He said it. It's you have to have a prescription in Europe to get it filled. It's so. He, he used to refer it for his customers in the retail store he worked in, that, and they would come back and say, it changed my life. This, I got off my meds, and I'm on this. And, it's, and he said it's got the berberine in it. Um, and it's, but but I, I told him I was already planning on doing the berberine. He said, well, don't. He said, call your guy, and your nutrition guy, and ask him about these two in a compare. So, but I also, Kevin, while you're researching there, my wife and I have both logged on and set ourselves up to do the Nutri-Cue with you guys. We're in the process of keeping our 30-day food for, food journal, so that can be a – because 
looking at, I can look down at my hand and see my father's hand from, from the same, when he was in his fifties and he ended up getting rheumatoid arthritis and gout and different things. And, and I, I joint health is something I definitely want to get you guys guided on. Got it. So uh, I'm looking at gluten care right now, as far as the ingredients go itself and, and the stuff they put in here to manage blood sugar, um, I'm really not seeing anything wrong with it. I'm pulling up some ingredient list right now. Um, it, it, they've got all the right stuff in here. Um, I've got a lot mm -hmm. of stuff I, I probably wouldn't put in here. Um, I I don't see any berberine though. Oh, I thought he said. He, I thought he said he thought it, it was in there. Maybe we weren't looking directly at the label at the time. Yeah, it, I, I may be. I don't think I'm missing anything. So here's the thing: even if it doesn't have berberine, it's got stuff in there that's been proven to help with blood sugar control. Um, we could find a hundred products like this on the market. What I can't tell you, I, I can look at the formulation and say, yeah, it makes sense. This this should help you manage blood sugar. It's not going to make a huge difference, but it could help. What I can't tell you is about this company's testing and quality control. I have no idea that what they say is in here is really in here. And I have no idea whether it's contaminated with heavy metals or glyphosate or pesticides or, and I can't possibly know that. There's way too many supplement companies for us to go check out every one of them. So I can look at the formulation and say, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but that's all I know. Uh, it's, it's why we work with biotics. It's what I just said. We know that they do all that testing. Well, I am looking forward to, uh, making a transition from medicated to all natural. Uh, you know, as I get this DOT physical behind me on, on December 27th, and then I'm going to experiment with my, my monitor. You know, we have a, we have a product similar to this called Glucobalance. It's same idea. It, it uses okay. herbs and, and other things that are proven to control glucose. Um, between glucobalance and, and berberine, we've seen pretty big drops. But the reason you don't hear me mention these right away to people is because a lot of times, if you go strict enough carnivore, you just don't need this stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I, you know... I, I had a friend who was at home um, recently off the road for a couple of weeks on something. And he uh, started, I, I talked him into, I said, hey, while you're sitting at home, get this Let's Truck app, get your user and password established and start listening to this program. And I was driving down the road the other day and I heard him call into you. Oh, and, awesome. uh, and and he's sending me pictures daily of, of the food he's, of the food that they're starting to eat on the truck. You gave him guidance to eat animal products and, and get away from this type two diet, recent type two diagnosis that he's been given. And, uh, and I've, I've been telling him, but it seems like you just come across a little more direct and, and as an authority on it because you, your nutritional background. But, you know, I've been telling him, and I've been telling him for a little while, look down at your hand, meat, fish, eggs, nuts, seeds, and vegetables. And, hey. and, and, but, but I, I think it's, it's really good that you and him have connected. Hey, absolutely. But here's the thing, Don. Um, I've been doing what I do for a long time and he never found us. 
I would have never been able to help this guy. You were the catalyst for that. You made the change. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I, I got two friends that are over six foot that clock in at 370. And I'm telling them, if you will download this app and listen on Wednesdays, the testimonials that come in will inspire you. I'm, Kevin, I'm 220, I'm 221 and 6'6". So, awesome. so I, my ideal weight's 205. I'd like to get 15 more pounds off to get really good control. There but, you go. but these guys benefit so much by dialing in, especially when they can listen in the middle of the night now through the archive stuff, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, well thank you for spreading I'm glad the word. To, I'm glad to be sending it out there. All right, Kevin, thank you again for taking my call, and, and uh, we'll be – oh, oh, one more question, Kevin. We, we went on the website a little while ago about uh, to join Trucking Tribe and Health Tribe, and I, I thought on one of the previous programs you said you are going to do a combination of those two on, on December 8th, so we, were, we thought it would be like one price point to get in. Is well, that like – well, hold on, because our transition is a little confusing. It started on December 8th. It, it's going to take us several months to do the entire transition. So I've had this question a lot. Oh, People okay. want to know, should they wait to sign up? No. If you want to sign up for Trucking Tribe, okay. just do it. If you want to sign up for Healthy Tribe, do it. And if you want to sign up for both, just do it. We will make sure that nobody loses anything when we make the transition. In fact, we always usually throw in some extras for their trouble. So I would tell people, no, don't wait. Um, this is going to be a transition over the next several months. Well, and I, that's what I said. I said to the support person, hey, I'm pulling the trigger in a few months on owner-op. Is there a whole suite package being offered for like this amount, such and such amount per per month that includes the profit gauges and everything? There you will know? Be, so yes. anyway, Kevin, hey, listen, I'm, I, and I'm looking forward to meeting you face-to-face and giving you an in-person thank you for everything when, when at the truck show. The wife and I already have that on the radar. Excellent. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you again, Kevin. You're welcome. Take care. Let's go to Tennessee. Mike, welcome to the program. Well, how's it going today, Kevin? Sounds like you have a great program today. I, you know, it's always a uh, it's always a great day when Doctor Wolfson's in the house, and after getting to spend an entire weekend with him and um, several meals and a lot of time hanging out and talking about health and. Uh, him and I are very similar, and we uh, we both have about thirty or forty ideas sitting on the shelf, and not enough time to get to them. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm sure you're still up there on cloud nine since spending spending the weekend with him. It was. A lot uh, of fun. I was calling in from that uh, gentleman who was from that gentleman who was uh, seventy eight years old. Yeah. And he's you know worried about shortness of breath and all that, and you're telling him about you know seeing Doctor. Uh, Dr. Uh, Wilson. Yes. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm one of the, you know, the converts for Dr. Wilson, but I didn't actually see Dr. Wilson. I saw one of his associates, Dr. Latanza. And it sounds to me like she would be great for him and not near as much as trying to get in a conversation with Dr. Wilson because he may be having a somewhat of a cardiac cardiological you know issue right now right but i'm sure the dr latonza could help him with it if, oh, if need be she would uh, definitely turn him on to dr wilson absolutely dr I mean, I, I myself 
the 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 nutritionist on his team, the health coaches. Um, I, I got to meet one of them, Kelly, in his office. Yeah. She was amazing. Um, he, he's got a, an incredible team there, no yeah. doubt. Um, you, you don't have to. Yeah, consult he, he does. I mean, I, I, with Doctor Wolfson, most of the time, his team is very right. capable. Yeah, I mean, I, I had a consult with uh, her over the phone, and she helped me with this because I had uh, the blood clots in my legs right. uh, a year ago, September, I believe it was, and helped me with that. I'm no longer having any issues, really, and kind of had, you know, dysbiosis in my stomach. I thought I was, I was doing all right, but I wasn't. I was still not doing very well yet, but now I'm doing pretty good so far. So I would definitely recommend him to, you know, contact Dr. Wilson's office and get him so set up for that because I want to make you a hundred at least, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there's some other projects we've got coming up. We're going to be working uh, directly with Dr. Wilson. I, I loved his idea of a hundred year heart. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so a lot of good stuff yeah. coming up. And like I said, it just, um, Getting to spend time with him, I, I really, and I knew this already, but he's the real thing. The guy is so genuine. He's so down to earth. And, yeah. and he brags about working with our tribe. I absolutely love that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not the 62-year-old truck driver, but I am a 60-year-old truck driver now. But, I mean, his yeah, team right. is amazing. And I really appreciate you with all you you know, done to help us out here on the road. And it's just been a great outlook. I mean, I'm like, you know, the guys are saying, you know, I feel better now than I did when I was a lot younger. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. I love that. Gotta get the word out. Just like the gentleman just before me told you about, you know, his friends and all that, that have called in and, and he was the catalyst. He was the one that exactly. got him turned on to you and will get you turned on to something better need be love that okay, well thank you very much kevin and uh merry christmas we will speak merry to you christmas. again before then and a happy new year yes merry christmas thanks for the call all right uh we've got phone lines open um we'll wait a couple minutes to take some calls i have a couple things lauren and i can talk about give you some updates on some things and uh if some calls come in we'll take them 855-950-3835 Three eight three five. I know earlier today we had a ton of calls and I saw several of them drop. So if you want to try to get back in right now, you can. Uh, Lauren, what's on your mind after all that? Well, um, we could talk a little bit about, well, what I am going to talk about for the Q&A at three o'clock Eastern time on Facebook is a little bit of back to basics. Last week, we had a last-minute call in on the show, if you can remember. And the request was to cover back to basics. So I'm definitely, I definitely plan to do that today for the Q&A. But I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little bit about that here on the show. Um, yeah, we probably could. You know, a couple things I want to get to since we talk about food all the time and how important food is and um our mission and our goal with the with the store is to find the best possible food we can and then make it easily available to the tribe and of course we always keep in mind that this isn't something 
you're buying and you'll keep at home where you have refrigerators and freezers and big pantries. And this is stuff you need to be able to take on the road. So uh, we've got a couple things going on. One, just a pure treat. Um, Monkey brittle is on sale. Um, Mm -hmm. Actually, I think it's free monkey brittle. I don't know if we've ever done that before. What that? What are we thinking? Giving away monkey brittle? <laughs> I thought this was a sale, and I just opened it up and looked at it. Free. <sighs> all right. All you have to do is buy $100 worth of stuff in the store. You'll get free monkey brittle. But I think today is the last day for that. Um, and I guess since they sent it over to me, we must still have monkey brittle. So um, that's one you don't want to miss. If you haven't had monkey brittle yet, You've got to try this stuff. There's nothing else like it. Now, it is a treat. You should not Mm -hmm. sit down and eat the whole bag. So you should probably open it up amongst friends or you might just eat the whole bag the first time. Um, It's really, (laughs) really good stuff. And it's real food. It's very clean. It it is almost unprocessed. I mean, there's, there's four ingredients, two nuts, Raisins and bananas. That's it. All organic, all raw, um, really cool stuff. It's a nice, sweet treat. Have you seen our new product from Paleo Valley? No. No. And I was just about to put an order. Maybe you should fill me in. Is it the beef? Is it a pork? It is the pork stick. So we've been, you know, Paleo Valley beef sticks are just amazing. Um, You know, we need to get April back on the show from Paleo Valley. She's always amazing when she's on the show, too. Um, We need to get her back probably and talk about this and other stuff. But their beef sticks are just hands down the best quality anywhere. The flavor is amazing. I love those things. They just came out with pork sticks. They are delicious and moist and fatty, and they are maple bacon pork sticks. They are so good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're we just released those. I, I just tasted them the other day for the first time. It, it's... Uh, <sighs> You know how when you have breakfast and you have your sausage there and, and maybe you did have a little real maple syrup on something and you get a little bit of that maple syrup on the sausage? That's kind of what this is like. It's really, really good. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. I don't think it's up in the store yet, I, but we'll have to double check with the team. Oh, it is. It's here. I see it. Yes. Pork. Maple bacon, yum. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to place an order for that, too. Yeah, these are, uh, they're pretty amazing. So um, we have a call. So we're going to take calls as long as they're coming in. We may, I got to watch my schedule today. It seems like in the back of my mind, I got a bunch of things going on. You know, uh, I'll throw this out there. This has nothing to do with anything, but um, you're familiar with Ben Greenfield, right? Oh, yes. I follow him closely. Yeah. Ben, Ben's a big biohacker, pretty amazing guy, big into nutrition and all the stuff we talk about here. I met Ben uh, one year when I was speaking for the NTA, really incredible guy. 
Um, he does some serious biohacking, some sometimes crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. He, um, he currently lives, um, I think it's somewhere outside of uh, Spokane, Washington. So uh, that part of the country up there is absolutely stunning. You go from Spokane over into Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, absolutely beautiful area. Um, he, I just, I, I, I'm interested in this and I'll, I'll explain why he is moving to somewhere in Idaho and he didn't really say where he's got an interesting concept. He is going to take his current home and I, I don't know a lot about it. I'm going to find out more today of uh, attending a meeting. Um, he's going to take his current home and he's going to turn it into a health retreat and he's actually, um, he's got a, an attorney doing uh, an event with him today. They're actually looking for investors. So he, he's going to turn the, the home into a retreat and into a business. And it, it sounds like it's pretty large scale uh, because they are looking for investors. So one, I'm, I'm possibly interested in investing in it. But the other thing I'm really interested in is the whole concept because that's probably what I'm going to do at this place where we live now. I, I've talked about that. This this could become a health retreat. We've got a couple other properties cool. in the gorge. We may build a tiny home on. We, I've got several ideas, but I'm interested in this idea of maybe taking it to a bigger scale than what I was thinking of. So uh, I've got a meeting with them later today to talk about that whole concept. Very neat. I did not know he was doing that. It's something real. I just found out about it a couple weeks ago. And uh, the more I thought about it, the more interested I got. So I'm going to find out some more information today. Like I said, two reasons. I, I may want to invest in his venture and uh, maybe even copy it and do it here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Very neat. Yeah. Keep us posted on that one. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's grab a call. Let's go to South Carolina. Terrence, welcome to the program. How's it going, Kevin? How's it doing, Lawrence? Uh, of course, obviously, you only got something else now that you got to get in the store. <laughs> I know. They sound delicious, those oh, pork things. Yeah. But you, you know what you don't talk about? Neither, though, is the um, the Patagonia, the, uh, the bison and the uh, venison sticks. You know. Did you have them yet? I have. I care. That's what I travel with now. Like now, I've got all these these awesome meat products to travel with. I could take uh, Paleo Valley jalapeno beef sticks, which is one of my favorites. The um, bison and venison from Patagonia is awesome, and now the pork sticks from the problem. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with the Patagonia thing is that. They're not individually wrapped. Correct. So once you open that bag up, <laughs> you got to put it far away. So yeah. generally, because I'm home every night, so what I'll what I'll do is I'll take like two or three out and put them in a little Ziploc bag. Yeah, I, first know, time I did, have, I took the whole bag and it, it didn't last. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing about, you know, if, if you open a whole bag of monkey brittle and eat it, that could be a problem, no doubt. Um, I have no problem opening right. an entire bag of venison sticks from Patagonia and eating the whole bag. Doesn't bother me a bit. 
Oh, don't bother me, but it's just like, you know, you can't, once you do it, that's it. You, I know. They're gone. I know. And yeah, what, those are, what I do with the, the monkey brittle is that the, the monkey brittle, I take, I can put in, I put it in a bag and when I open it up, I put the bag in the freezer. Oh, good idea. And then I just take like a, like a, I take the, like a mushroom chocolate and I just, you know, cause you can break that into pieces and just like break one in half and then just have a little treat like that. That's quite Crisp, a treat. You know, put both of them in the freezer. It's got a little, yeah. Yep. And it's like I said, it's, I usually do like sometimes before bed, you know, like an hour before bed, you get that sensation of sweet with the coffee, a mushroom coffee and, but Great stuff. Now, now I got a breakfast thing I got to get now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So my question is <laughs> about the mushroom coffee. So as far as the aptogen, can if you because I started doing the mushroom stuff at night, the reishi, and lately I've noticed now it could be two things. It could be from hot honey or from uh, the mushrooms. Like I'm, my, I'm starting to not break out, but my skin's like a little getting dried out, like on my arms, like around my forearms, like on top. Is that something like I'm detoxing, you think? Or is it, could it be just from the, uh, my maybe allergic to the hot honey or something? I don't think it's an allergic reaction. And honey is, uh, honey's almost hypoallergenic. I mean, honey is so clean, we don't see allergic reactions to honey or any kind of reactions to honey. So I don't think it's that at all. It more likely is the adaptogens in the mushroom coffee, and it probably is a healing reaction. Okay. I mean, it's not, it's, they're not red. It's not, you know, it's nothing festering. I just feel like, you know, like, like I kind of like you have goosebumps. Simples, you know, but yeah, it's not, that, it doesn't hurt. It's not itching. That, that probably and, is. And I a, do have a little bit like on my forehead too. Okay. That's that, what I was that thinking. probably is a detox healing reaction. Um, are you doing any of the infrared therapy? No, you know, I cannot be honest. I haven't done it in a while. I want to get back to doing that again, but I just, I haven't been, I like, you know, I started, I, I tried back. I started going back to, uh, doing the resistance training. And then I was like, all right, I, was, I don't want to do it all at once. I didn't want to just dive right into it. I just wanted to get back into it. So, but I definitely should. And I also noticed too, like my feet, my clumping, my circulation was bad. They might, like my feet would get dried out, but now they're not dried out. They kind of like get a little bit ashy. So like I said, I'm thinking that, that I'm just, with these aptogens, I'm de- like I'm detoxing, you know? That's what it sounds That's what it like. Seems like. The um, if you if you get a chance to try the infrared therapy, um, and you actually see those symptoms get worse, that would be a pretty good indication. Then, that then you, that's what it is. You're detoxing right. through your skin, yeah. Detoxing. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll let someone else get in. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you're you. Welcome. Thanks for the call. All right, uh, last chance here on calls. Lauren and I have a couple things to talk about, so we'll hang out a little bit more. 855-950-3835. Hey, Lauren, you know, we've we've been talking a lot about um, all of the sudden deaths we keep hearing about. You know, we've been collecting these stories for over a year now. Uh, the movie just came out recently, Died Suddenly, which was um, pretty shocking. 
um, most of this stuff does not make the mainstream news. You know, very seldom do we see this stuff. You have to go looking for it. A lot of times it's only reported on locally. Um, we've been collecting them, but did you see um, what just happened recently at the World Cup? Yes, I forgot about that. The reporter. Actually, I heard it was two reporters now. There, there has been a second story. I just saw that one this morning, so I haven't had time to verify that one. Um, the first one was so obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it, they, the mainstream media couldn't really ignore this one. Um, the guy's name, he was a journalist, mm-hmm. Grant Wall. Um, because they couldn't ignore this one, and it, it was kind of covered by all of the media because it was such a big deal happening at the World Cup, um, they did come out today and announce what caused it. I wanted to, to run this by oh, they did. Dr. Wolfson, but we just ran out of time. So um, here's what the article said. Grant Wall died of ascending aortic aneurysm with hemopericardium during a World Cup match in Qatar. He was 48. Um, oh. I know. Um. I, I, I don't think most healthy, vibrant, active 48-year-olds, and, and you can look at the guy. He's not obese, not overweight, looks reasonably healthy. Um, those people just don't fall over dead. So there's an awful lot of big words in here that I don't understand. Ascending aortic aneurysm with hemopericardium. But it, it's a heart issue. And what is the number one problem we're seeing with the vaccine? Heart issues. So, you know, they explained it. They give a cause of death. But what caused this condition is what I'd like to know. I know. I, I agree. Guarantee you the guy's vaccinated. He's a journalist traveling all over the world. He has to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. Unbelievable. I mean, and every, at least two athletes a week, I'm seeing are either, you know, not able to play because they have blood clots in their legs and lungs or one of, you know, or they're dying of some kind of, you know, cardiac arrest. I, I just unbelievable. And I'm telling, I'm not joking when I say about, I, I see about two a week. I, I absolutely. I, there are some weeks where I get a report almost daily of somebody dying. And you're right. It's a lot of athletes. That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Those people do not fall over I know, those dead. Are yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. This is it, it. It's and then just some other strange things with celebrities too, like Rod Stewart's eleven-year-old son playing. Yes. I want to say football, football or soccer. I can't recall. And it, the when it initially happened, they said it looked like a heart attack, so they rushed him to the hospital. And then they backtracked saying, "Oh, it was a panic attack." It, give me a break. Um, I don't really. It, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a break. That 11 Very year old didn't have that severe of a panic attack. And then Celine Dion with her. Yeah. One year ago yeah. after getting the vaccine, she claimed that her, that she went, she, she claimed like some kind of paralysis. I don't know the severity of it. And then everyone 
fact checked it and said, no, that didn't happen. And then this year she just had to retire because she has some neurological issue that is very, very rare. Yeah, they call it stiff person syndrome. Yeah, never, never heard of that. I but, know. Um, okay. Here's another one. Um, Bruce Willis just retired. Really? Yeah, he has a, aphasia, which I believe is the same thing. The I hate saying this, but our new senator from Pennsylvania, uh, Fetterman, has that. It's, it's a neurological condition where they can no longer understand the spoken word. If, you, if they hear words, yeah. their brain can't put them together and make any sense of it. They can read words and understand them. That's why when Fetterman did the debates, he had to have a teleprompter showing him in words what everybody was saying because he can't understand and respond to the spoken word. Bruce Willis has the same condition now. I have it. I did not know that. That is a very strange condition. It, it is. And Fetterman's happened after a stroke. And strokes and mini strokes are very common after the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you that that... Died Suddenly movie has gotten a lot of views. Like they're, they're just under 14 million views now. Yeah, it's, um, it, it certainly helped getting the word out there. Now, you know, it was a little out there. It's a little extreme. Some of the footage they use isn't I agree. as authentic as it should be. Um, I, I wish they wouldn't have done that. I, I wish instead of going overboard, they would have been understated. Because when they go overboard like that, they just give so many targets for other people to attack. It's unfortunate that they did it that way. But we, um, I'm glad it's out there so more people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. But I know what you mean when people overdo it. I feel like that's happening too often lately, yeah, especially just, in just, on the political yeah, you, you don't have to be quite so outrageous about it. And, and, you know, if you're understated, don't give them so much to argue against or fight back against. But like I say, that uh, it's getting people talking about it. So um, and, you know, this case where it happened at the, the World Cup, they the mainstream media wasn't able to ignore it. That's why this one got finally got some press. But then my question would be, you covered this one. Why haven't you covered the other hundred we've talked about in the last year? Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I started saving them because I, I, it's just so bizarre that this is happening to so many people that otherwise are healthy. So I, I just started saving them because I just, I can't, I can't believe what's happening. I know. I know. Um, one other experience I had at the, um, the conference, um, and like Dr. Wilson and I talked about, there's a lot of great stuff there. I am so leery of this whole anti-aging. I mean, I, I'm leery of almost everything I hear around health, even at a conference like this. Lots of these companies go to these conferences and, and their products and their ideas are just garbage. So I, I walked up to one booth and, you know, I'm looking at what they do and it looks like they do some sort of uh, screening for your antioxidant levels. 
And I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. I've never checked to see what my antioxidant levels are. They should be pretty darn high based on everything I know about antioxidants and how I live. And um, so I thought, well, I'm going to try this. So it, it's this weird little device. You actually stick the side of your hand, like right below your pinky, um, the side of your palm right there where it's fleshy. You just hold this against their machine and it is supposedly scanning for carotenoids and it will tell you your antioxidant level and having good antioxidant levels <laughs> is important. I agree with that. That's what saves us from free radicals mm -hmm. and oxygen damage and all kinds of things. So they have their own score, their scale, um, like 60,000 is like the, the bottom end of ideal. You want to be 60,000 or more, or you're at risk for diseases and oxidative stress and all kinds of things. So, um, I do the scan and I didn't tell the person anything. I just walked up and said, you know, I want to try this. So my scan comes mm -hmm. back at like 29,000. I'm at like the bottom of the scale here. And, and immediately, of course, it's like, oh boy, I'm so glad you stopped. We need to talk. And I said, before you say anything, <laughs> I've got some questions. And she said, what? And I said, first off, I want you to list all the reasons why my score is so low and let's go through them individually. She's like, okay. So she said, well, you know, people on the standard American diet. And I said, just stop right there. I said, I haven't eaten the standard American diet in eight years. Um, I've been eating a really, really clean, nutrient-dense diet. Um, so that's clearly not the issue. And she went through like eight more things on the list. And of the eight, the only one that may have been remotely possible for me was poor sleep. But with all the mm -hmm. things that I do right, there's no way a little bit of bad sleep is wiping out my antioxidant status. That's just not possible. So when I kind of debunked yeah. every one of the reasons why my score should be so low, you know what their next answer was? Well, well sad. you need our supplement package. And I said, <laughs> well, I said, well I'm really well informed on supplements. What supplements do you think I need? Well, you need our supplements. And right in their documentation, she's showing me all this. And I said, it, is this statement really in there? Their, their documentation said, our supplements are the only supplements on the market guaranteed to fix this problem. Oh, give me a break. Exactly. We, we all know what every practitioner out there that deals with supplements knows what supplements do what. You know, there are definitely quality differences, but for any one supplement company to say, ours is the only supplement, total bullshit. You know, I, I said, yeah. let's go through what's in your supplements because I guarantee you, I could match them from my store. Oh, no, it wouldn't be the same. It's not the right. So I said, you know what? I said, I want you to do that scan. I want to see your score. And she kept changing the subject. And then all of a sudden, she was more interested in talking to the next person that walked up than she was talking to me anymore. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just a perfect example of someone just trying to push a product. That's a shame. It is. It really is. That that's that's what makes our job, you and I, so difficult because people have dealt with this kind of crap their whole life. Mm-hmm. It's true. And then, like I said, the the other thing exactly. since a lot of this was anti aging. You know, I, I, everybody, I, now there's lots of technologies and interventions that I totally get. I understand. And no doubt, I agree. If you do these things, you probably will live longer. And if you don't live longer, you will be healthier. I can guarantee that. But all these weird technologies that, you know, I've never heard of, or uh, my question was, how do I know this is going to extend my life? I'd have to wait 40 or 50 years to find out if you're correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to love it. Yeah, yeah. But That's too much. like I said, awesome experience. I'm, I'm really glad I went. Um, I do have, uh, I can't really talk about it yet, but um, I have some exciting news, <laughs> some formulations. We are working with biotics. Um, we, I, I found a couple of missing pieces. Dr. Wolfson helped me with a couple things. Um, one of the nutritionists from biotics filled in a couple pieces. Um, we are putting together a kit, uh, a supplement kit to go with the stress protocol. I, I finally, I, I feel like that was the, the oh. missing piece. I wasn't even sure what the missing piece was. I know I've said it many times, like I'm, I'm almost done with this. I just can't seem to wrap it up. I either keep getting interrupted with other stuff or projects or, but I, but I, in my mind, I haven't felt like I'm, I'm finished with this yet. And now I think I am. Mm -hmm. I, I think this was the final piece I was um, I was really looking for. Mm, I like hearing that. I can't wait to learn more about it. Yeah, so um, we may have some custom supplements here. Like I said, we'll we'll design them. Biotics is going to produce them for us because uh, I I wouldn't go anywhere else. I love their quality control. Um, I talked to the guy that's been doing their their manufacturing and he orders and tests all their raw materials. Uh, he's been doing it for a couple of decades, just an amazing guy. Um, I got to sit across from him at, at dinner one night, so I kind of kind of bent his ear the whole night. And um, then a couple other people at Biotics got involved and uh, we kind of had a brainstorming session. And I think we came up with some pretty cool answers. Nice. All right. Well, when do you anticipate this happening? Yeah, um, I think we can make this one happen pretty quick. I, I think now that I've, you know, nice. had so many of the pieces already in place, once I got these final couple answers and we talked about it and kind of brainstormed on it, I, I think we can make this happen pretty quick. So uh, I'm going to keep moving forward on that. I, I think we're probably done for today. Anything else you want to cover? No, just uh, to remind everyone to join us on Facebook this afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern time, where we're going to go back to the basics. Awesome. Love that. 
All right. Um, don't forget, head on over to the store. Last day for free monkey brittle. It probably won't last the rest of the day, so you should probably get in there quick. And you got to try the maple bacon pork sticks. My God, these things are good. Um, you know, I don't like, I, I, I have never really liked a lot of sweet stuff, even before I started eating like this. And then the longer you go without eating sweet stuff, the less is, less of it you need. For me, this is almost borderline. Like I, I will tend to eat one of these beef sticks almost as a dessert after a meal. Cause it, it, cause that's when I kind of crave a little bit of sweetness after I've already eaten a meal, especially a good, heavy, satisfying mm -hmm. carnivore meal. I want just a little bit of sweetness. Well, now it's kind of funny. My dessert can be carnivore. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> well, can't we one try that? that the one time that I can't handle sweetness at all, and I've always been this way in the morning, I can't understand how people can eat pancakes and waffles loaded with syrup and all kinds of sweet cereal or, you know, donuts. Ugh. The, the thought of sweetness oh. in the morning makes me gag, makes me nauseous. I have to have oh, a really good, satisfying meal. And then I want a little bit of something sweet. And this is perfect because it's like I said, it's still carnivore. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. I know. Well, I can't wait to try it. All right. Well, we are going to wrap this up. Um, we'll get Dr. Wilson back again real soon. We've talked, uh, him and I talked over several days about a lot of projects that um, we could be working on. Um, my trip this spring, like I said, I, I want to go see biotics um, I want to get to Dr. Wolfson's uh, facilities in Scottsdale. I heard from several people that it is just gorgeous, that he's got just a great operation down there. I certainly know his people are great. So um, definitely keep in mind, um, if you've got a medical condition, he would be my first recommendation. You know, even though he's a cardiologist, there is not a single medical condition I wouldn't recommend starting with him. And, and I also watched him through this event working with people and um, I got to meet some of his patients and he has no problem referring somebody out if he needs to. You know, if, if it's some area that um, he just doesn't understand and, and I, I'm glad that he's able to say, no, what's an area I don't understand? I'd rather, you know, you see this person. But for the most part, he's going to be able to handle it. Um, so if you have any concerns like that, by all means, it, at least call them up and start that process. They are, uh, you know, not only does he love working with our tribe, but he also understands it, these aren't celebrities with unlimited budgets. That's why he's put together a team of, you know, nutritionists and coaches and really tries to offer an option for everybody. That's so great. Really is. All right. We're going to wrap this up. Lauren, what time are you going live? 3 p.m. Eastern time. Got it. Excellent. So that's noon here on the West Coast. I'm going to have to miss it today. That's when I have the meeting with uh, Ben Greenfield's team. Um, 
So I'm sure you're going to do an awesome job. How do they find you? They go to Facebook. Go to Facebook and it'll alert you when I'm going live. And from there, you can have a, you know, listen to the whole back to basics. I'm going to be answering some questions that came in over the, the last week. And then we'll dive into basically foundations, you know, um, why it is that we are sick and how to turn that around. Excellent. That's such a great topic. I'm so glad you're doing that today. Now, if I remember right, and I may be wrong because it seems like Facebook changes the way things work about every week, but um, so (laughs) in Facebook, it's Let's Truck Tribe, correct? The group or the page, Let's Truck Tribe. Yes, correct. Let's or, try. I believe if, what do they call it on Facebook? If they friend you, is that what it is? It's not follow on Facebook. I think, I think that's what it's called. I, yes, I think it is friend. I think if I remember right, if you are on somebody's friends list and they go live, you get a notification that they're going live. Yes. So everyone that follows Healthy Tribe on Facebook should get the notification. Got it. Perfect. So if you want to go look up Healthy Tribe um, or Let's Truck Tribe, Let's Truck Tribe on Facebook. Let's Truck Tribe, yeah. Um, and then follow that page, then you'll get the notification and you'll know exactly when we do these. And uh, today, you know the time, so just show up. Um, this is really is a great topic. We haven't covered this in a long time. So again, Lauren, thanks for doing that today. My pleasure. It was requested last week, so I'm happy that we're able to accommodate. Excellent. All right. Um, We will do this again next week. Do we have a guest next week? Do we have anybody lined up? I'm not sure. I want to say that we don't. Uh, uh, Yeah, I want to say I looked earlier, and I don't think we do. Be nice to have us. But if you give me one... Okay, good. Yeah, we're just calls uh, and yeah. Said we next confirm. guest is January fourth, so um, that's good. We've had some great guests lately, man. I've loved some of the shows, but I think we could just use a, a day of just uh, just a lot of Q and A. Agreed. Excellent. All right, we're going to wrap this up. We'll be back here tomorrow for a free for all. And I think we're on for the show on Friday. I'll keep you updated on that. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey.